recording. <laughs> She'll leave that in. <laughs> Welcome to episode eight of the Inside Bite. I'm Tim Schaefer. I'm here with Rudy. How's it going? Hey, what's going on, guys? Same old here. Two things. One, my kid's actually playing on <laughs> PS5 in the living room right next to me because he's always playing Fortnite. Of course. I'm bringing this up because what's <laughs> funny is he'll play it a lot on his Switch, but recently he keeps like begging to play on the PS5 because he's like, it's way better there. <laughs> like he's already noticing. I mean, it's kind of hard not to notice because right. again, it's like 120. I don't know if you knew that. And then so he plays on Switch. He's always saying how slow it is there. And I'm like, man, <laughs> he's seven, and he's noticing these frame rates. These people act like you can't tell the difference between 30 and 60, but your son, who's very young, can tell the difference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't believe these people. I never no, did. No, I Now totally I really don't. Know. That's so funny that you say that, because my daughter will play on my computer sometimes, and then she'll like fall guys was the game in question and, you know fall guys is not like some graphically intensive game but right it plays it on my computer it's running at a higher rate and it looks a little clear and then she'll play on my ps4 at the time I used to play on and she'd be like can i play on the computer it's so much better on there I'm like it's just so funny it's kids <laughs> seven already noticing these things so yeah it's definitely a real thing i guess if these kids are noticing it i mean one other thing too okay it's not modding i don't know the word for it but Basically, I unlocked developer mode on my Xbox a while back ago. You got to pay like $20 and it lets you activate developer. And so you can actually create software and then test it on your Xbox and stuff like that. And it's really cheap, like $20. I don't get it. (laughs) Anyway, because of that, you can load. It's technically Windows 10 backbone. So you can load any universal Windows platform app. So it's like UWP apps. Okay. And there's a lot of them. So there's like a PSP emulator. There's uh, Retro Arch, which has pretty much everything on there. Wii, GameCube, PS2, PS1, blah, blah, blah. Wow. I'm just getting around to, I mean, I tried like a game or two and I was playing Thousand Year Door on it for a little bit, stuff like that. But now I want to actually, I'm loading it up with GameCube and Wii games of stuff I never actually played through. Oh, and nice. stuff I haven't played. like So, like, Tales of Symphonia, we've been talking about that a few times. Oh, love that and game. I haven't played that since I was a kid. I mean, God, was it came I? out so 13, long ago. Yeah. 13, 14, 15 at most. So, anyway, like I did with Metagor Solid, I wanted to go back. It was like, oh, let's play another GameCube classic. So, I'm going to play through that game. And then I want to play the Wii sequel that I never beat. Actually, I never beat either one. I got super far in both of them, but never beat them. So, Oh, man. I beat the second one, and I will prepare you that it's it's a decent game, but it is nowhere near as good as um, as the original Tales of Symphonia. So. I mean, I played a good amount, like I said, and right. I did like the battle system more of, of the monster side. Like, the fact right. that you can actually get monsters on your side and use them for battle. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. really cool. And it did make it more fun. But story-wise, I don't know what to expect. So maybe it's not, maybe it's not as good. I don't know. It gets, it gets, I don't know how far you got, but as you know, Lloyd was the main character in Tales of Symphonia. He's evil now. Right, right. So it, it gets really weird and strange, and I didn't know what to think. But anyway, when you play it, you, you gotta let me know your thoughts. Did you beat it? I did beat it, yeah. Yeah, it okay. takes some okay. weird turns that I don't know 
how I felt about it <laughs> by the end. I mean, how long ago was that, though? Cause oh, my God. Uh, maybe we'll feel different now. It's definitely possible. I want to say I bought it. What's the name of the second one? The one on Wii? It's Dawn. Dawn of... <sighs> Dawn of some Dawn of the New World, is that right? Yes, yes. Tells us yes. one of Dawn of the World. Okay. So I want to say I bought this, you know, right away when it first launched, and that was 2008. And then I feel like I played it for a little bit and I was like not really feeling it, so I dropped it, but then I came back, I want to say like a year or two later. So, I probably beat this around 2010, 2011, something like that. And I hadn't played the original Tales of Symphonia in a long time, which we know that came out forever ago, and I have really fond memories of that game, but I've never revisited it. So, I got to see how you feel about it now that you're, you know, all these years later, you're playing it again. I want a little segment here of most excitement you've been before release, regardless of how it turned out. Ooh, this is a good one. And I was curious what yours would even be. Yeah, so this is, man, this is tough. I feel that in the whole time I've been playing video games, since I've been able to kind of be informed, like I'm not talking about the days when you're a kid and you know you get maybe two yeah. games a year so that like you know when you not have your even own money like whenever you have your own money though because sometimes maybe you're 14 or 15 you don't have your own money <laughs> but you are looking at a magazine and maybe you're super 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 excited and begging your parents for it you know that could have happened sure yep i gotta say i'm leaning between two games right now it'll you know what it'll probably be gta 5 i know a lot of people have the thing going on with GTA 5 where even though we know the game is a monster with its sales, obviously, and it, it got great reviews and everything, so it did well in both aspects, I know a lot of people these days still say that they don't they don't get it, they don't think GTA 5 was that great and all this stuff, but for me personally, I was super excited for this game. I think, I want to say they revealed it a while beforehand, maybe over a year before, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, I got it on PS3 at first. So so let's see. Okay. GTA 5, it says, was revealed on October 25th, 2011. Okay, so like I thought. So the game came out. GTA 5 release date was the September 17th, 2013. Okay, so we're talking about almost two years to from reveal to, to release, right? So a lot of time to get oh, hyped up. You said review. It was throwing me off so hard. Oh, okay. oh so no, no, no. Yeah, just from reveal to actual okay. release date, right? Okay. So... I know a lot of games when they reveal them and they start doing this hype cycle and it's a big studio, sometimes they can that can bite them, you know, like yeah. Cyberpunk, for example, even though I actually enjoyed that game. But yeah, it clearly the hype was way too much. This game, I don't know, I feel like Rockstar, they have such goodwill with people that they know they can just put out this trailer, you know, stay quiet for a while, maybe an extra I want to say their whole cycle of from reveal to release, it was barely anything. It was a few trailers, maybe, and like a deep dive video. But in two years' time, that's really not that bad. So I was super pumped. For I it. don't and then, think they've ever done much big no. marketing, even like th with three and Vice City and then San Andreas. Yeah. When did you ever see ads for that? I mean, not a, really not didn't. a lot. It's like it's like they know they know that you're gonna buy their game because it's this good, you know. So yeah. they're not worried about it. But I I loved how they did the first trailer. I was instantly, you know, really excited because I really enjoyed GTA 4 and I was looking forward to the next one. Then when I saw that it was it was coming back to um, this kind of city again, which I really, I don't know, I kind of like that the city that GTA 5 took place in more than some of the previous, the last few ones. So I was excited about that. Then when they did that deep dive trailer, I was like, this looks amazing. Like switching between all three characters and the missions and everything laid out. It just looks so great, man. And that was one game where I was extremely excited and it lived up to my expectations. I remember the first night... I got it. I waited midnight at GameStop with all these people. I couldn't believe how packed it was, by the way, because at that point in time, I wasn't really seeing 
people doing the midnight release thing as much. Like, you know, you might get four or five people who are excited about, you know, whatever random game. But yeah, GTA during 5, that time, it wasn't that big anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, I, and the thing is about GTA is that you'd get people who you wouldn't ever see in a GameStop normally. Like, you'd have the people like us who, you know, we buy the games normally and stuff. But then you have, like, the guy from high school who doesn't play games at all. And he was there. I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? You know, so. Yeah, it has um, much more mass appeal. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, it was like 50 people. We're all waiting. We get the game. And I remember I had to work the next day, but I didn't care. I was like, I've got to start this game. And I did that first intro mission. And I was like, this is amazing. And then <laughs> I went to bed and I just, I was obsessed with the game so much after. But yeah, that's that's the last one that I can remember being extreme. Like I've been excited for games since then, obviously. But this one, I was like over the top excited and it lived up to my expectation. So so I got a question um, yeah. on previous GTAs. Was any of them ever like, a 10 out of 10 for you or like um, still one of the greatest games you've played like were you in that mode right. before gta 5 like i mean yeah they're yeah. good and i love the games right. i'm curious not even saying i i i don't think that i'm just right for your sake when you're going into it mm -hmm. was there like super huge attachment to previous games like you think they're some of the best games ever made right, in your head right. how was that yeah so for me it was it went like this pretty much i started with gta 2 i really liked it but it, you know it was a top-down game it was like okay this is fun nothing crazy and then gta 3 came out and at the time i thought oh my god this is this is like a perfect game whatever now if i try to play gta 3 now it doesn't hold up that you know it's not really as great as i remembered it it just was kind of groundbreaking but that being said Vice City and San Andreas and four, I can look back on those games and play them today, and I still feel the same way. Especially San Andreas, I remember, I remember playing San Andreas and go to the gym and work it out and get big and stuff and eating whatever. I was like, this is so crazy! I can't believe this is a real game. I think that's um, the only game where I remember the main <laughs> main character's name, CJ, because I don't yeah, CJ, yep, yep, I don't remember any of the other names. Well, I remember, <laughs> I remember four stands out to me. I remember Nico Belli because he he was kind of like a a different kind of character, and then I remember the guys from Five. But I definitely already had an attachment to um vice city and san andreas going into this yeah i guess i was thinking um three and vice city and then with san andreas actually right. falling in love with the character that one is the one that really made me become a believer in gta i was like holy crap this is amazing and then um and then when i played four i really liked it and then they dropped those uh single player expansions and i was like this is even better like i can't believe this is just getting better and better and better that's why i was so disappointed when five never had any single player content although i don't really blame them because they're making so much money from gta online six is gonna come obviously it's yeah, just like it's gonna point. be way later than it would have been otherwise if it wasn't such a huge success yeah i just wish they had done like a single player dlc for five like they oh, did yeah. with um with four and they even I know I've, I got into some arguments with some people in these Facebook groups telling me they never said that. I'm like, yes, they did. Here it is. And I'd show them that they mentioned, yeah, we're working on GTA five, you know, single player expansion. And then they just kind of quietly forgot about that and <laughs> it never came out. So, so yeah, man, that was, that was one I think lived up and I was super excited for, you know, afterwards, I'm sure some people had the opposite. I'm sure they were probably let down by it, but uh, not me personally. So I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. Okay. Right. <laughs> Microsoft four was my most anticipated because okay. I mean, one, two, and three are some of the greatest games ever made in my oh, brain. Yeah. Totally. So I have that behind it. And of course, you know, with each one, I'm looking more and more excited now, two and three, that was PS two days. And I still was kind of young. So with, 
four hitting PS3 and I'm an adult, maybe I was 19 or 20 when PS when I like actually went and bought my it wasn't my first console I bought. Wii was the first console I bought, which right. I do want to say real quick. I was that was the first console that I was in a line for hours waiting. I think it's <laughs> been like six or seven hours to yep, get we was the hardest console to get out of any. Oh my of god, games. it was so tough. Same here. It was ridiculous <laughs> trying to get one of those things, man. Anyway, you know, I bought a PS3 with my own money. I'm. It's still real new on all of that, and I got it because Metal Hall Four coming. It came. I want to say maybe like two years after the system. It's it's hard to remember, but all I know is every little tiny article i could read on it people talking about it everyone talked about it on forums all the speculation i couldn't have been further down the rabbit hole i mean it did live up to my expectations totally blew them away because again one two and three i do love weirdly three is like the least of the one two and three for me i just funny, didn't really like that's, the that's like my outside stuff yeah yeah i love the i love the futuristic and being like the indoors environments and going to different environments, but three was all the same kind of environment. Mm-hmm. So yep. it was like it wore on me and I wasn't gotcha. like excited to see the new area. Like Shadow Moses seemed way cooler to me in my head. Or and two, you are going to complete uh like different areas. Yeah, you're in the oil rig for a good amount, but that game right. changes drastically throughout oh, yeah. three really just felt like the same through the whole game. Now, environment-wise, obviously the villains are amazing. Yeah, story's story really good. All great. that. Yep. I, it's yep. just the environment. I mean, anyway, I can see that. Four had the most diversity of any of them by a long shot. <laughs> the yes. amount of different areas you go to is incredible. But yeah, I think that's my answer. The only other yep. thing I was thinking when I was saying all that was Smash Bros. Brawl. Mm. It lived up my expectation at the time. Like I was, it took me about six months to realize I didn't like it. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened to me as well. I was super excited for it. Like probably more those the Smash Bros. games were the games that I would drop everything for. So if I follow the release of all maybe them, Brawl could be number one. I was thinking that as I was saying, yeah, because I was in this specific group. It was called TreyGamesNow.com, and people uh-huh. would. This was dial-up days, <laughs> and gotcha. then it led into a little with high-speed internet, and then the site finally died. But people were basically shipping games to each other, and you just traded games. Uh, you didn't actually buy any. Oh, that's um, pretty that's cool. the whole premise. It was yeah. cool. I got to say, from 64 to Melee, this is crazy. I can't believe what are the changes they're making, and, and it lived up to me. Brawl had single player coming. I had played the melee single player options to death all the time. I'd be sitting there, classic mode, all star. Um, what was the other one? Adventure, I think it was. I yeah. I loved the single player in melee, so I was like, oh my god, they're just gonna give us more. The graphics are gonna be better. We're gonna have wave dashing and all that stuff first, still. And then I was like, oh nope. And it wasn't even just that that let me down. It's just it was the smash smashdojo.com. They yeah, would release that's what it was. new I characters that. on the website. They would release yep, new yep. items, all that. Why I brought up that website of like trade games is every time they would, it was a Friday, they would mm-hmm. put a big drop and I would make a really long post and paste all the info in there, made it look all pretty and actually use the website could take like embedded stuff and HTML stuff. So I, I really designed each post. I put, 
a good hour and a half into each one. And I put <laughs> all my energy into making these posts every Friday whenever it dropped. Right. And I would like pre-build them. So right whenever the info, I could just paste it in. Drop it. it yeah. yeah. Pretty or whatever. That's and I awesome. could drop it instant. So people could just see that without actually going on the site. Anyway, it just became my thing. And it lasted a good like year and a half. I think that got me more excited than anything because I was putting so much energy into myself. Yeah. Showing it off. The updates. I remember how exciting it was. We would all sit there and be like, oh, you checked Smash Dojo today? Oh my God, they're doing this, they're doing that. Like We would get like a Wario drop. Yeah. Wario wasn't in previous and that was right. a big deal. They know, the Smash Bros team know how to build excitement for their characters, for sure. Because imagine a character being released in, you know, any other fighter. Yeah, okay, the fans of the game might think it's cool, but it doesn't really get widespread coverage or yeah. it's not really that big a deal you know when smash drops a new character it's like everything you see on every gaming website for the whole week you know see i just thought about this too it's kind of xbox with game pass because now they have a headline almost every week right because right, they, they will have a new drop yep. it's really smart to have really consistent drops like yeah it works for an individual game but if you're not into that game you're just not going to keep up with it mm-hmm. but if it's a new game for a platform that millions have, right, that's going to always hit headlines of something new that announced, especially if it's like when it's that unexpected right. drop of the outside of a big game like Outriders. That was really huge. That was yep. a huge uh, splash on the industry. Same with MLB The Show. When you have a big title that drops that a lot of people are looking forward to anyway, right. and now it's Game Pass, it's really smart of them. I, more companies need to figure out a way to have these drops in a more meaningful way. Totally agree. Yep. It's now just this constant cycle of advertising, and they themselves don't even have to do it. It's just have others do it. Yeah, the fact that you have a game like Smash Bros. Um, Ultimate, for example, that three and a half years later is still being supported. And I don't mean little updates here and there. I mean, you know, significant buffs and debuffs. It's a new character, a new level, new music. It's pretty awesome that they're doing all that. So more games need to find a way to keep you interested. That's why when I was talking to you guys last night about how we kind of feel differently about DLC, for me, it's not that hard for them to pull me back in if I like the base game, but I know there's a lot of people who once you're done with the game, you're done with the game. You know, So they have to find ways to like happy I'm back done in. with the game. I, right. I'm like, oh, right. I can put it down. I can uninstall it. I don't right. have to like right. yep. think about, oh, I need to finish this. Uh, I'm the same way usually. But then like Ghost of Tsushima, for example, you know, I'm going to start that now, but I'm excited. But when I picked it up, <laughs> we'll get into it too later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll hold off on that. I'll hold off on that. <laughs> uh, is there anything else? I mean, Halo 3, I know was a huge thing for a lot of people because one yep. and two, they did play. And then three was the first to where, oh, it's on Xbox 360. I mean, that's a pretty pretty big jump going to like a HD console compared to yep. SD. In that particular case, by the way, I started Halo a little later than most others. I started playing Halo when I was in college because my buddy uh, had an my buddy had an Xbox um, 360 and I didn't have one at the time and he introduced me to Halo 3 and man, I'm so glad he did. Okay. I played Halo 1 like right at release and then I gotcha. actually bought Halo 2 and then Halo 3 came out. I just didn't have a 360 because I was a PS3 gotcha, all the way. Gotcha and 360 was the last thing i was buying and it's because i kept looking around and every person i knew that had a 360 they're on like their third or fourth system and i'm sitting there <laughs> thinking like why why would i buy this console that overheats in like six months oh That's yeah retarded. 
they had such a oh my god they had such bad press over that whole thing i've been keeping track since 2014 by the way of all the games that i beat i like put them in a little document oh that's cool i need to do that yeah so the same way that you were talking about you beat a game and you feel kind of like happy and relieved that you beat it you don't think about it anymore i feel the same way i'm like i have to beat this game i'm gonna add it to my list and that's another i don't know i just think it's cool to keep track of it so i'm looking back from 2014 to now and i'm just looking through and i'm trying to think what are some games that really got me super pumped you know as they were coming out bloodborne was a huge one as you know obviously i really love that game and i was there before it came out like i had been a fan of the souls games already i remember they leaked it was called like project beast at the time and they leaked this like little i don't know 10 second footage of you playing as the hunter and you walking down the street and fighting the enemies. And I was like, oh my God, this looks amazing. And yeah, that game lived up to my expectations. I totally forgot something I needed to correct last yeah. episode. I Go said ahead. I only play Dark Souls 3. Totally uh-huh. forgot about Demon Souls, which oh, I yeah. love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely played and beat Demon Souls, and I played it like I didn't even play anything else. I'm just hardcore in Demon Souls until I beat it, <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that game, man. So I played two of them. Yeah, I got to get you to play the others. I'll even jump in with you if anything. So you played Dark Souls 3 and Demon Souls, right? Yeah, and I went back to play the first Dark Souls, and I got like six hours in, and I liked it. But obviously, after playing Demon Souls, right. PS5, and Dark Souls 3, it's not that fun to go back to the first. It's harder to go back. If you push through it, you'll probably really enjoy it. But yeah, I totally get it being tougher to go back. Dark Souls 2 is one that in the Souls I know game, all it about of, it. It gets a lot of hate. <laughs> I personally, I still think it's a good game. I can see why people don't like it as much, but I still put it this way. In my opinion, all the Souls games are like up here and Dark Souls 2 is like maybe a little lower, but it's still up there with games in general, if that makes sense. I don't think it's a bad yeah, game by any means. Yeah, let's say if all were 10s, that would be a 9. Ex- there you go. Exactly. That's what I mean. But Dark Souls 2 had the best DLC out of all of them, in my opinion. Like, it really brought the game up. So I do have Dark Souls 2 and the DLC. I have the Scholar of Sin. It's super tough, though, especially the Scholar of the First Sin uh, version of that game. Man, it really, really gets hard. We'll have to jump into those sometime. The only other game I'll say real quick before we move on that recently... I was super pumped for and I, I really loved it was Little Nightmares 2 because I had played the first one and I played the DLC for the first I one. played the first uh, hour of it, really loved it, and I just need to finish it. Yeah, dude, it, oh man, the game is so cool. It has so much stuff going on that you wouldn't know unless you take the time to really, either A, you kind of just are careful observing everything yourself or you're looking up some videos afterwards. I did like a combination of both. But yeah, that was probably the last one. It sounds simple and dumb, but I do like the fact that you can run background foreground kind of do i think that adds a lot to it so how about now before we move on is there anything currently oh, that's currently coming? we're gonna talk about that because oh okay so we're having a new game watch section now oh perfect so, so we'll do it there. In there yeah yeah. got it all right i mean you want to go ahead and jump to that yeah you know what we can do that let's do that let's just do that next okay yeah yeah yeah. go down in the notes you'll see him new game watch i'm super pumped for psychonauts 2 i played the first one i really loved it a lot it was a great game so let's just say right off the bat august 25th august 25th 25th, yep. comes out so that's in three Super days soon. from recording i mean this is going to be up tuesday so is that out by the time the episode comes? yeah so it'll be out wednesdays when the game releases so yeah so i'm sure we'll be able to talk about it the following week yeah i can't wait man i played the vr title as well i had never even known about this but it's called psychonauts in the rhombus of the ruin and basically it's a psvr title i think it's on steam as well now it's most vr platforms yeah okay good all right so 
I didn't even know about this game really, and I don't have any any VR for my computer at the moment. So I, I do have PSVR. So I dusted that thing off, hooked it back up, and I played it, and I really enjoyed it. It was really cool. It takes place directly after you know think think like this. You you know Kingdom Hearts obviously. So you know how Kingdom Hearts have their main entries one two three, and mm-hmm. then they have all the spinoffs, but they're not really spinoffs. They're part of the story, right? That's yeah. kind of like what this Psychonauts game was. It takes okay, place cool. immediately at the ending of Psychonauts 1, and it bridges the gap between 1 and 2, so... I am gonna play it. Dang, dang, dang. Okay, well, I didn't beat the first one, though. Alright, so, you think I have enough time? I mean, how long did it take you to beat the first one? I think, listen, it, the way that you played 12 minutes, you got into it, you took some time at night, and you played, what, a good probably four or five I mean, hours I went obsessive that game was like it just kept going crazier and crazier and crazier and i couldn't put it down i mean i don't know if yeah like so grab me the same way but. it depends if it grabs you i think you'll have enough time you could probably beat the game ah maybe between 10 and 15 hours or something if you really maybe closer to the 10 side if you're really trucking through okay. and you know what you're doing i think it's worth playing for sure though and it's awesome seeing you know sometimes you play games years later and you see oh this game runs a little bit it looks a little better but having played psychonauts before two and now catching up on all the trailers from two it just gets me so excited it looks amazing the graphics look oh my god well xbox does what pc does so it right. really is like if i run an older game like okay original xbox game uh-huh. they do bump it 4k 60 and all i'm that, so, so i'm so happy about that because the game looks amazing and i know you know um double fine now they were they were worried they were have to they were at first they were gonna have to cut certain parts out of the game and certain bosses and make it not be the game they wanted to make and then microsoft bought them obviously so now they're good now they you can see the production value has increased the graphics look much better the everything just looks way better i don't better. know if i want to say 60 it depends who knows psychonaut specifically but let's say i'm playing battlefront star wars battlefront one and two originals right when i play that now it's definitely 60 and it's definitely 4k okay so it just depends because some games bump into 60 and you break the animations <laughs> of course yeah yeah some sometimes they have it for the most part the experiences are pretty good like like you said but i'm looking right now at psychonauts 2 it says psychonauts 2 supports hdr 120 fps rendering exclusively on xbox series x and s consoles and then it breaks it down further x is 4k 60 or 1440 120 and s is 1620 60 fps or 1080 120 so that's i'm definitely doing 1080 120 so yeah i'm gonna on my computer i'll probably do 1440 120 144 whatever it goes up to um but then it shows ps5 it's running at 1440 only or excuse me 60 ps4 version oh i forgot about this so the psychonauts doesn't have an actual ps5 version it's ps4 running on backwards competitive what's up with that so i think that's like microsoft in general i mean they're now a microsoft studio they're not gonna stop somebody but they don't have to no longer care about matching you know what i mean i see see. people have done it with like a first part of studio and they released on playstation they did go ahead and do the upgrade and oh same with hellblade hellblade isn't a ps5 upgrade Uh as well but and that's xbox studio now Uh but usually obviously okay you're microsoft you you force it on your right, system, right. but you're not going to force a developer <laughs> to do a better version on your right. No, that I mean, that makes sense. I will say, especially just looking at that now that we've covered it, I'm I'm super excited. It's going to run and look that good on my computer. And and lastly, I think one thing a lot of people don't realize about Psychonauts is they look at the game and they think like, okay, this is like a cartoonish, probably lighthearted. But no, it's not that at all. This game, Dude, that trailer sells people. I think it does. Oh my that trailer God. is amazing. When it, I saw that trailer, great. it made me want to play the first. It yeah. made me want to play yeah. all of this. 
I'm only so glad that trailer. <laughs> I'm so glad I decided to go back and play them because the game touches on some pretty pretty dark topics at times and it handles it very well. In the first one, you know, you have to do some exploring and I got I think I saw almost everything. I watched like a recap after to make sure anything I missed, but it touches on all kinds of themes like it's uh kind of like an adult banjo cuisine. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. It touches on themes like suicide and drug use and mental illness. It's like all over the place, but it's, it handles it super well, so and it's fun to play. Definitely pumped for that one for sure. Can't wait. A few more days. So. If if y'all haven't seen the trailer, literally just watch it. You'll be yeah. I, it'll, it it'll looks like you. a better, which is wild because this game's amazing. But it, um, it takes two is what it's called. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, yep. That's that trailer not a looked like a better. It takes two. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, did you play that game? So I played a little bit of it at a friend's. To, you can, he was showing me how it works. It looks right, amazing. Right. He was going yeah. through different levels and stuff. I, but I have yet to actually play it myself because I want to play it with my wife. And right, right. It's just a matter of getting time aside, but I will. Yeah, it's, it's fun. You got to you gotta check it out. But I played it with a buddy. We had we had a good time. But yeah, I think that's a. I think I will probably enjoy Psychonauts 2 more than that game because it looks just amazing. It so. looks... Uh, I don't know, just better quality. Like, you can yeah. tell they got more money, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a case. So, yeah, man, looking forward to that one. What else we got on here? Uh, um, Mist is next, the next day after that. So, August 26, Xbox and PC. So, they're just doing... This is, like, the third or fourth remake of Mist, but... Is it a remake, like, ground up, or is it a yeah. remaster? Or okay. No, it's a whole new engine for the game. Okay. So, it's not I like, oh, they cleaned it up. No, they actually just, like, okay, we know put this here put this there i see but they I see. build all the objects new and it's a new engine so. i've never played mist i played i love puzzle games and i played the witness and when i see mist it kind of reminds me of that it's a little bit very well god how do i put this okay it's not the mechanics aren't like the witness but it's like the right. witness in the way you walk from one area to the next try to figure out how to unlock so you see. can go to the next area okay. it does that like the witness does but the witness does the whole connecting with the lines it's right. cool and all, but no, Mist is way other league of. Okay, you're actually I think more like Zelda puzzle to where like you have to get this object to put in this place where it's missing, so you can turn a crank, so then you could have a puzzle to the left of you pop up, and now it's like okay. a chessboard that popped out of the ground, and you have to maybe like beat them in chess, and then once you do that, it unlocks a new section, and then basically you're trying, you're on this island, and it's a pretty small island, secluded from everything else, and you're trying to figure out a way off the island but you have to get like this submarine thing working or whatever all right i um, might i might have to check that one out because i and i will it's say very spooky okay I okay i will say that i i think that a lot of people by the way to go back to the witness for a second i think a lot of people and justifiably so see the witness and they think that it's like okay put it this way you know how kojima made a game about walking and it's amazing. That's yeah, what, in yeah. my opinion, what he did with the witness with the one mechanic of the line drawing. But it's so much deeper than that. Although it looks like that's no, what it you're is way time. deeper than that. I, I played a good amount. I didn't beat it because yeah. I got stuck. But, right, right. It's tough. <laughs> and I didn't want to spoil it. And I didn't want to look it up. So <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. I did want to actually beat it. And then I probably got to restart the whole thing at this point. But I gotta, I gotta play Miss. But I got that far cool. enough to know that there's way more to it than just sure. these lines. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. All right, cool. Belunky one and two both coming to Switch okay. August twenty six. Never, never really got into those. I didn't, but I played the first one because it was like a free game on Xbox, and mm -hmm. so I think it was like Games of Gold, and I played like three or four hours and i'm like oh 
okay, I see what's going on. This is really, yeah. really great. I mm-hmm. think it's better. I think it's better than Hades because I've been playing wow. Hades a lot recently, and we can okay. talk about that. Yeah. But Spelunky is like the OG. Spelunky is like what any roguelike wishes they were. I see. Uh, okay. It really is. I it, Any <laughs> review you see, they probably are giving it a perfect 10, and I agree. They with do. That. Yeah, I've seen a lot of great reviews for both of those. So, now, I yeah. don't know about the second one at all. But, oh, gotcha. Okay. The fact that one and two are both coming to Switch, I mean, the game, there's no, oh, it could look better. It could look better. That is the best it's going right. to look because that's the best it's going to run. So you don't have any worries there. So Switch is a perfect spot for this game. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Especially having a portable and all that. It is specifically levels, though. So it will be mm. one, 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 two, one, three. Oh, uh, I see. I see. And then it'll go two, two, one, two, two. Okay. Um, but going. you do have to restart when you lose but there's there's fail safes in there i don't know how to explain like you fall in spikes and die you're not starting from the beginning automatically there's oh there's ways to think almost you know you were saying with bloodborne you like open a door and now you can oh yeah through. so there's things yep. like that oh okay yeah. so they have ways to make you feel better about you just dying and yeah. start again but something yeah. that can, okay all right that's cool next no more heroes 3 august 27th a uh, so me game this is like one and two <laughs> or some of the two may be the best Wii game i mean outside of a super Mario galaxy let's right, say number right. two on a Wii game but i couldn't look more excited for this you should watch there's a everyone should watch there's a cinematic trailer that's out there and it gives you the story of the game no gameplay in it your mind you think psychonauts is weird <laughs> heard your some, mind. Pretty, some pretty strange <laughs> things about normal heroes i never played them myself but i've heard some crazy things about these games it looks like a studio ghibli film in this trailer okay. not like oh it kind of no it's super high money animation studio gotta be okay. doing it because it looks perfect but it's little kid he finds this little alien they are super close and then he goes off into space comes back as a teenager and now he's this angsty punk rocker <laughs> teenager alien thing and he's oh trying God. to now take over the world but he's still really close with this kid or whatever so anyway okay. you have to see it it's Do you have to play the previous two or no i don't know if anyone even knows the answer yet so. <laughs> okay. i don't i don't think we do now from one to two you didn't i mean it's not like there's story in the game there's a decent amount it's almost like okay the first happened okay cool it takes literally two minutes to explain the story basically okay they do explain the story in each game he'll just be like well this was happened last time and then you keep playing i don't think you got to play it Anyway. Okay, yeah, I've heard great things about it, so that'll be something I'll definitely have to check out eventually. Next, Sonic Colors Ultimate, September 7th, comes out. PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, PC, so all the platforms there. I'm putting this in because I did play Sonic Colors on Wii, and I loved it. Yeah, same. I think I might get that one because I really it enjoyed it. It would be cool to see, like, a high-res actually good sonic you know i we i don't right think we haven't gotten that yet because all the hd sonics are trash i didn't play um well i can't say i haven't played it. i played them a little bit i played the i want to say the wii u one maybe was that the lost world and then i played the next one it was okay the, you know they were okay like seven, right like i want i want this new sonic game that they're working on to be like okay we're back sonic's right. great again and uh <laughs> that would be awesome so, i mean we all want that but they just won't do it but um <laughs> too bad but sonic colors <laughs> i would give like 8.5 yeah like, it was a good game i would put it pretty up there next tales of arise september 10th xbox playstation pc this mm-hmm. is my biggest one out of all of these tell Actually, me about, tell no, me about it's it so not. no it's not no more heroes 3 is my biggest but 
Okay. Okay. Let's be second. I don't know, but it's been like six years since any Tales game has came out, and oh, I've wow. played. Yeah, I've played all of them. I didn't really. A lot of people love like Exilia or whatever. I didn't really like that. The PS3 ones are where I stopped caring because okay. they were getting very saturated, and they were doing every. Basically, they're releasing every year or two, and they were doing that Assassin's Creed crap to where right. they're just using the same assets and just what changing a few things. And you feel like playing the exact same game over and right. over and over again. And it's just driving you insane. Then they build a new engine uh, with Tales of Cecilia or whatever. But it was a, it still didn't even look like other current games. But it was just better than the previous on like I an see. upgrade. But it still was, okay, oh, we're going to do this free robe in the open world thing because everyone's doing it. And it just was so empty and boring world. It yeah, out. it was big, but there was nothing to do. Anyway, so it didn't really work. Tells of Basteria, that's the most recent one. And even that's still 2016. With that game, it was much better. It still had a little bit of the open world segments, but not much. They did I- condense it, but all in the right ways. And it had a good story and all that. That is a good game. But it still looks like and runs like, I don't know, a PS3 game, but yet you're playing it on a PS4 in 2016, but it looks like a 2011 game. You know what I mean? I gotcha. Okay. So this is the first time (laughs) probably since PS2 to where it actually looks like a game for the system that it's on. Yeah, that's great. It actually looks like a PS5, Xbox series game. Looks great. Runs. I was so shocked at how smooth it ran. I'm telling you, (laughs) I was trying my best. I was doing all the craziest moves because <laughs> you really up. yeah and it won't drop a single frame and then i watched a bunch of videos just trying to see it. well maybe it's my eyes but every video is just lock 60 no problem that's awesome but you can do the quality mode and what they do instead of 30 they do 45 frames so they okay, do 45 4k which is really cool um but i'm still gonna do 60 so. yeah I'd, i would always prefer 60 <laughs> even though it's a cool <laughs> but, option but i think more people should at least do that if, if you have to do the 4k and you can't get 60 to run do 45 right. 45 right. isn't bad as long it's as it's better yeah. 45 it does feel better yeah so. oh for sure it's anything's better than 30 30 is too, too <laughs> slow <laughs> but i can tell when i'm playing the game the story is actually good like the character dialogue is great it feels natural it feels like actually more than natural because it feels a little exaggerated but in good ways you know okay it doesn't feel dull because that was a big problem with previous tells games it feels like each person just delivered a line in a room separate from everybody else and it was one wow. line and then the next day delivered the next line you know so it's like a hey do you want to go to the store i like you <laughs> it, it just it was so broken and dead and weird right i noticed immediately when i'm playing this game them talking back and forth to each other oh Snap, they must be in the same room, okay, or good. at least they just better. know what they're doing, at least. Maybe they're good voice actors. I don't know. It's much, much, much better. And That's great. the gameplay couldn't be any better. Actually, it is. It's the best gameplay of any Tells game. So okay. what they do is they find that really good mix. They don't break the Tells uh, tradition. So even if you can remember Tells of Symphonia, you know how, mm-hmm. yeah, you can run around and attack. But you know when you choose the attack, it like runs towards them. Yes, and then yes. does the move and then goes back. It still locks you in your move. So you okay. can't hit X, it do whatever R, and then you're able to dodge out of the R or change to a different one. Or like you're locked to each move you do. You can change it to where you can set it to where, well, all of them you could, even then. You could set it to where semi automatic, to where it would run to them locked, run back locked. Right. But you yep. could turn that off even until Symphonia where. It doesn't lock you towards the running animation and you actually right. have to get close and use it. So they still have that, 
but it's so smooth and so action-packed and so many abilities. So why it's crazy is, let me see if I can explain this. You have three arts yourself and then your normal attack move, okay? And there's like eight characters. So there's a girl with a mace and a shield. Uh, She's like a big white knight thing and she's really like slow and sturdy and can put the shield out and then you can pull away the shield attack put it back up and then she has like magic moves and stuff then you have like a guy with almost uh the dude in star wars with the double lightsaber darth maul you got a dude like that and he's so much fun to play he plays just like you would imagine with that just spin all around like like monster hunter world yeah yeah i was like that and then you have a guy with like a flaming sword you have just a magic girl you have a girl with like a gun blade with magic. You have all these things that are very different. You have a guy, the guy that the Darth Maul dude, he also has a move that binds them in grass so they can't move. And then so you can get off other special attacks while they're stunned in that thing. What I'm getting at is each character has their own ways of like another character is meant for healing. So you use her heal move and you just are using all these different characters strategically to win the battle and they all have their pros and cons you know okay that's good balance then yeah think like final fantasy 7 remake how you switch between four or three sorry this is a and they have way 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 crazier moves so i was thinking it was going to tank because everyone's you can also do their special at any moment you just hit their special and they do it oh so that's like final fantasy 7 yeah left trigger for some people right trigger for the other and then you hit a button for their move so it comes you do heal that way with so you don't switch to them you do a the bind that way you do a big fireball that hits the ground or whatever but there's so many effects and particle effects flying over the screen and just flying everywhere and it looks so pretty and runs so perfect and i was like man they they definitely spent years on this engine and it shows i'm gonna have to download is the demo on pc as well i would assume so i mean it's everywhere else so i'm gonna check it out because i'd like to i don't want to play it on ps5 if it's gonna be uh you know dropping quality or whatever yeah i mean it's gonna be on all platforms it looks like consoles only yeah it looks like it. i mean just play the demo on your ps5 yeah i'll check it out on ps5 all right, sweet. There's no way you're not going to like it. Anyway, I'm sure I'll I was blown it. away by it. Uh, art style. One more thing. Art style is incredible. It looks like a uh, God. Did you ever play that Legend of Mana little remaster thing they did? On I Facebook? didn't play the remaster yet, but it looked really cool. That same style of like the way it's harsh lines, but looks like somebody drew it, like hand drew it. The environments look like that in Tales of Arise, which is really, really, really cool. It's, you know, Breath of Wild kind of has that same like right. artist look to it. It's like that, but obviously it's now HD and all that. Right. Well, past 720, it's like 4K. I'm going to put it to download right now. Maybe we'll be done by the time we're done here. So check it's it out. It's a very later. pretty game. Runs, I don't know. I'm, I'm just blown away by every little part of it. That's awesome. So last one here, WarriorWare, get it together. I actually played it last night just so I could talk about it on the show. It you comes out. a demo, yeah. September 10th, the same day as Tales of Arise. Anyway, dude, it is so good. They okay. definitely <laughs> have a new cool mechanic. And I'm so, the name makes sense. Get it together. So when you actually play right. it. So you get, you'll start with Wario. What it does, it, you know, obviously there's other modes, I would assume. The demo puts you in the mode to where, uh, that nine bolt thing to where like it's in every game, every three or four yeah. seconds. Yep. And that's the best anyway. So <laughs> I love I love that. I, some of the characters in the WarioWare games are so freaking funny and wacky. I just yeah. love it. Okay, you start Wario, but you each character they give you this tutorial of the controls. So Wario, you have a jetpack on him and you can fly all over the screen and you can hit A to do the Wario bash. Okay? okay. 
So whenever a new game pops up, you have to fly around jetpack, hit A to do whatever it tells you needs to do. Okay. It could be pulling hairs out of someone's armpit, but you still have to like fly to the armpit, push A, pushes them out, go to the other arm, push them out, and then you complete it. Right. So there's, it throws all these crazy things just like you know. Right. But you control it differently. So, okay. Now that you played it with Wario, you lose. Um, it'll keep going. I thought it stopped at 20. It doesn't. I, I did end up getting like 24 <laughs> and it still kept going. I don't know where, where it ends. So I lost at like stage 10 or something like that. And then, oh, new character. And then they have a whole different mechanic. So the next guy, he can't move it, but he all he can do is shoot. But when you hold the direction to go move left or right or whatever, you don't. You stand still and you're just moving your like you're aiming of where you're going to shoot this projectile. Okay. So you have to play it that way. So now minigame pops up. So the same arm thing. Now you have to aim for his armpits with the shooting thing and shoot them off that way. Right. And then gives you a new character once you lose. And now that character is an alien and. And you can fly all over the screen, but your attack or whatever, what it is, is you you suck them up like a UFO. So now that oh, same weird. one <laughs> with the armpit thing, you have to fly above the armpit, suck up the hairs, and then that's how you get rid of them. You see what I mean? So yep, yep. they just keep throwing characters at you. So you end up getting six or seven or eight by the end of it. What they'll do is now that you have all the characters for the demo, I don't, I'm sure there's more for the full game. Now you can play as all six characters at once and it'll shuffle it. One, you're this character. Two, you're the next character. Three, oh, you're, I, character. I see. Four, you're next character. Now you have six characters and you have to remember how they all play because they all play insanely different. There's some characters that jump automatically and all you can do is hit A to shoot right. And then if you're second player, all you can do is shoot left. There's super wacky weird things and every character is way out there on their abilities or what their pros and cons are and all that. It was so fun. I spent. I, I, love, I love all of this. I'm I'm downloading it right now. I'm like I have to try this out. <laughs> That's awesome. You'll love it. They throw like they always do references to older Nintendo games. They had a Splatoon reference in there, so um, oh. you so you have like three seconds to pick which side's going to win or lose, and you're looking at you know at the very uh. end of Splatoon to where it's like you're choosing the map, and you're like right. this team or this team may win, and it. <laughs> but it does the whole thing of it. It's actually ripped from the game. So it's, right. it's not like a animation of it or something. It actually is it. Right, right, right. It has the cats and everything in it. And it is just the full screen of that moment in the game. And uh, I'm going to download it now and try it out later. This sounds awesome. I used to love the the old Wario game. So I'm sure I'm sure I'll be into this. I'm just glad they went back to it feeling like those because right. um, the Wii one was the last one, that first one. Uh, I know which one you're talking about. What was it called? Were you There was a game in that one where you would all be flying in the air and you'd compete and you'd fall. Yeah. The mode we would that always one play. was amazing. I just yeah. can't remember. I forgot but was the last really good one the wii u right. one was kind of meh and there was other ones uh on ds and stuff like that I, they didn't really do what that wii one mm -hmm. did in gamecube it was like game boy advance gamecube and wii and those were like the three strong those and are this great. feels this feels like that it really really does you'll I, you'll I, agree I, with I, me once you play it so. oh i'm sure i can't wait all right sweet so all i right. got the tales of arise literally downloaded while we were just speaking there which i'm shocked to download it that fast i guess it's not that big of a file and then uh wario is downloading now so nice all nice. get to go on those pretty excited for both of those this is gonna be a good week for a gaming before I, I lose my freedom again and go back to school so 
<laughs> Tim, I was talking to my daughter right now, and I was telling her about the WarriorWare game. And I was like, "Oh, she got to try it out with me later." And she's like, "She would love it." Dude. Well, she she was she brought up a question. I was I really don't know the answer to. She's like, "It wait, so is Wario his brother or not? Isn't Luigi his brother?" I'm like, "Hold on a sec. Now I'm confused. Isn't it? Is Lu- no, it's it's not. They're not actually related. It's they're not actually evil, brothers. It's an evil nemesis. Gotcha. But Luigi is Mario's brother. We know yeah. that." Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. No, he's just he's just a, another bad it's version. Like, of him. It's the negative version of it. The same with Waluigi. It's <laughs> a negative version of Luigi. That's too so, funny. Anyway, I had to clear really, yeah. had to clear that one up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into this Pokemon stuff. Did you see any of it? Did you? I did. Yeah, I watched the showing there that we were talking about. I, okay, I cool, skipped cool, through cool. a lot of the other stuff, but I, I saw. The, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, I just yeah. needed you to make sure you saw the trailer to like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited, man. It looks it looks good. I think it still looks a little. I'm definitely not down on it as, like I was before. I think it still looks a little like maybe I'm like, ah, this is Switch in 2021. I know Switch is capable of looking a little better than this, probably. Close to Breath of the Wild right. visuals, maybe a little less, but it's not too bad. I thought it looked pretty, pretty good on the TV. Definitely not. It definitely wasn't anything where I was like, "Oh, this looks terrible." I just, I guess, I thought, um, like, ah, maybe it looks a little rough in some areas, but it's again, it's way better than that initial trailer that they showed. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for it, man. It doesn't look good. It's just enough to where. I don't feel like I'm playing the worst. I know the Switch is way more capable of this, where right. now it's more of like, man, this really proves that we need a pro, is where my where my mind shifts. Right, exactly. It could just be the devs. They could have made it, I guess, more artsy to where it could look a little better. Sure. Maybe it's meant to just play portable and don't even play yeah. on the TV. And, and that's what I'm better. that's what I might do anyway. I mean, I do that so often. The majority of the way that I play my Switch is like that. So I'm sure it'll it'll look great on the little, you know, seven inch screen or six inch screen, whatever it is. It makes um, me kind of wish I did have the OLED. I'm not gonna buy it, but it would yeah, be yeah, I do. I wish I could have my Switch Lite with OLED. That would be perfect for me because I love the yeah. the compact size of the of the Switch Lite and then having that new screen would be nice, but I got that Steam Deck coming, so, you know, I can't go too crazy. <laughs> Dang, that would be a good idea, though. What if they, like, okay, 250 Right? And you oh, get the man. I would do. I don't know. I would be all over that, man. <laughs> uh, they just had one. It was a few days ago. Yep. Pokemon Presents event or whatever. So, first, Pokemon Legends. I still, I can never say this. Uh, Arceus. Is it? Is it Arceus? Arceus? Like, I don't know what Let's the name Arceus. is. Okay. So, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Adventure through the Sonon region of the past. So that is the same region of Brilliant Diamond, Shine and Pearl, which again, I never played Diamond and Pearl. Did you? you I did. I did play those. Yep. Anyway, so you're in that same region before it was even called Sino, however you say it. So that's interesting. I didn't know that. Okay. Yep. So many years ago, the land was called the Asayu region, and that is the setting of Pokemon Legends Arceus, scheduled for release on January 28, 2022. So it's pretty soon. I mean, that's actually really close to Elden Ring. Which... I was just going to say, you know how I feel about that already. I'm going to get Pokemon, but I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to, like, not play. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting there. No, I'm going to beat Pokemon first. I'm not doing that. I mean... Elden Ring has me super excited. So, yeah, I'll probably. Wait, does Pokemon come out? Bef- wait it's 18th so it was a few days before i think is that i, right? I want to say after no january 28th oh 28th so okay it's, i misread it's definitely going to be after the good thing is it's a very big contrast so that actually works oh, yeah. in his favor That's so true. you can pop back and forth between two 
because you need you need that contrast anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're so, right about that. Visit God, these words. <laughs> <laughs> Jubilife? Jubilife Village. <laughs> All right. Visit Jubilife Village, join the Galaxy Expedition team, and embark on survey outings across the Hasao region. Discover and catch new Pokemon like Hassanon Growlithe, Hassanon Bravery, uh Wydeer. <laughs> Their games will be for kids, and they have these names <laughs> that no kid could ever pronounce. <laughs> I didn't, re- I didn't realize these names were like Jesus. this weird in here. And uh, let's try this. Um, and <laughs> I'm just laughing too hard. Okay. <laughs> and Baskologian <laughs> to complete the Hazy region's first Pokedex. Okay, uh, long story short, you play in the region of Diamond and Pearl, but it was called something completely different, and you get to see the legend unfold of the first origin Pokemon. So this is but the past, then, right? Yeah. Okay, but before Pokemon. Other po- yeah. Well, Pokemon are there, apparently. Right, obviously but they're not. They're all throughout the world, yeah, but yeah. maybe... Um, Maybe the origin legend Pokemon, this Arceus, existed already, like it's currently living, but we just never actually got to meet it and study it. Maybe that's well, what it is. And in the trailer, doesn't it say something about, like, this is before the time where Pokemon and humans were so intertwined? Like, this is kind of like before that? Yeah, um, and it actually was... plays into the gameplay, which are very smart. I thought that was pretty cool so that they actually did as this. you're roaming around, the Pokemon will actually attack you. So in any current Pokemon game... They have a thing with us to where they don't mess with us. Right. But during this time, that wasn't established yet. We right, haven't right. gotten that connection. So that That's actually cool. is pretty cool because you can I have like a story to where we can now understand why we came into a middle ground of like, okay, we're going to respect each other kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because yep. at this time, awesome. there's no respect. Like you're running around, a Pokemon's attacking you. You have to throw out a Pokemon. Now the Pokemon will start fighting your Pokemon. Otherwise, they're hitting you, and then yep. you can knock out and have to go back to town yourself. That's so cool. Pretty cool. I, I like. I like that they actually did that. I love that. It's available for pre-order starting now, and again, it comes out January twenty eighth. Okay. Um, obviously, Switch only. Something Wouldn't that be to. funny? Oh, uh, Switch <laughs> <and> Xbox. <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. Pokemon Arceus. <laughs> <laughs> bro if that happened oh my god oh god, i would be i would become the biggest xbox fanboy i wonder if they would ever con- <laughs> no knowing nintendo nintendo would never doing that nintendo I'm would just... never let game pass come on switch either i don't think because they oh, just want to be playing I, was, could, yeah. I think that actually could happen because they have had talked about that multiple times i know they have really but connection there the more i think about it i know they definitely do but the more i think about it i would think would they want someone i just they would like so obviously get a cut of the money though dude yeah they're not gonna true. like accept it and then not like uh they could come up with a royalty system basically right 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 hey, i just feel like they you care use more game about pass that. we want every <laughs> sub we want five of the ten ten dollars of the sub right like right that. yeah that could work i just feel like they're caring if they really cared more just about the money they would have already put their games everywhere they possibly could i feel like they're very protective of their uh 
where their games go and what goes in their systems and things like that. But it's yeah, you know, but it's you could still you could still solve that because all you'd have to do is like, hey, if a game's on our system, we're not going to allow that same game to be on Game Pass. Right, right. That's true. That's true. And then it solves that to where like, oh, if you want to play, it, whether it's first party or third party, if you want to play something that's only on Switch, you do still have to have a Switch. So you could fix that. Yep, I think there's true. totally ways to do it. Anyway, Pokemon, I don't think it's going to happen, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I think they could I think they could come to an agreement is what I'm sure. Saying. Sure. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Again, the original Sonon Adventure is reborn, comes out November 19th. What are you thinking on this one? I know we're both kind of on board somewhat for Arceus. How about this one? I was more on board with this one than I was with Legends before that recent trailer is how okay. it happened. Okay. So, but I never played this gen. It's the only gen I ever played. And I keep saying this because I need it's it's the only gap. So why not fill right. it? I mean, I've yeah. played every other generation. I played Sun and Moon. I played Black and White. I played X. Oh, for y. you, it's perfect. Then, yeah. Like this is literally the only spot that I didn't get to see. So yeah. <laughs> For that reason, it's like playing all the Halos and you just like, oh, let me just skip Halo 2. Right, right, right. You can't right. do that. Even yeah. if it's not Halo 3, I still got to play it. But. Of course, yep, yep. No, I think I might be in too. It, it looks it looks pretty pretty fun, pretty good. I haven't played a Pokemon game in a long time, so I think I might be on board for this one. One thing they mention there at the end, this game and Legends, they're not having any ranked battles in either game. And I was I'm, like, wait, that's kind of dumb, but I'm whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. I mean, I, I used to time. try to do it whenever I was a teenager, like on DS uh, or whatever, it's just even in the beginnings now, of 3DS. But man, you have to be legit pro status to oh, even yeah. begin to go down that rabbit hole. And I, I'm just, just way, not there. It's way too much time doing the EV training yeah. and all this stuff. And uh, I feel like I'm going to like Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments just right. to play online. Right, like, I remember how many hours I would ride around my stupid bike with eggs trying to hatch them, and, oh, this is the wrong nature, let me just, when you really think about what you're exactly. doing, it's kind of it's kind of morbid, like, oh, you didn't come out the way I wanted you to, I'm throwing you to the yeah. trash. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Home is taking these games as well, so they've been taking all Pokemon games, which is, I'm not this deep into Pokemon, but what I'm saying is, for people who are, it's really nice feature for you to be throwing all of these from Pokemon Go and all all yep. into Pokemon Home, and you can always have your Pokemon with you, That's pretty regardless cool. of what game you're playing, and it all shares a service. So Smart idea. Yeah, that is neat. Comes out November 5th, and they do have some new features into the game. There's a new super contest show of remember the GBA ones where yeah. you're like the how cute you could be and all that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that man. Oh, I, I I remember I was trying to evolve my I want to say the Pokemon was called Phoebus that little fish into melodic. And I remember I had to make make her love me and be beautiful and all stuff. I'm like, like I remember my, my wife would look at like, what are you playing? I'm like, hold on, I'm trying to get my Belotic to be in love with me. Hold on. <laughs> She's like, what the? <laughs> oh, man. And even like the 3DS ones, uh, <laughs> you could like feed them and yep, pet yep. them and all that mess. So funny. Those are the kinds and of things that that make people who really look at Pokemon like, oh my god, if you play Pokemon, you're a little baby. I'm like, no, I'm not. And then they see that part, and you're like, oh, and then you're you're brushing them with a pink brush. <laughs> Oh, um, they added a section so i think this was in the original i was like reading through the comments 
I don't, it's kind of hard to tell, but there's like this uh, underground shack section of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually really cool. So, okay, you get these secret bases that they have since GBA that you find, yep. and you can decorate it out, and you can lay like statues of Pokemon that you find throughout the game. Like, you find these items, and then you lay down the statues. When you go in the underground, these Pokemon are now alive that you put in your mm. secret base of the statue. That's really cool. And there are specific maybe types or whole Pokemon that you can get that you couldn't otherwise, unless you had the statue form, so you could lay it down. So then when you go in the underground, you actually see them for real, and then you can catch a mess with them, whatever. So, cool little and then it's a, uh, it's almost a dungeon crawler kind of thing where it gets harder and harder. And it's a whole like separate game on its own of just some deep little extra mode thing. That's cool. Yeah, that looks really some, neat. So. Something extra for people who maybe want to explore that. Yeah, Always some end thing. game stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Yep. And then and then they showed Pokemon Unite. I don't care what they were talking about. What well, I just brought it, put it in here because I just needed to tell you to play it. Because I was playing yeah. again last night, and the game is so good. I played my first ranked match last night. Okay. Well, I played three of them in a row because, and I won all three in a row. And I'm just like, Aah! I felt so. Is, this game is getting big. I'm surprised that so many people are talking about this game. I just didn't it's expect that. Way better than than I ever thought it would be. It's right. so. It's so well made and it's so creative. It's a it's League of Legends Dota thing, but it's a new take on it, new Pokemon, spin yep. on it. That's awesome. And uh, it's not Pokemon. It's a whole new mechanic of like how to score so you can win. Right, right, so right. You're not just taking them out. You actually have to like do certain. You have to kill other things around the map or kill a player so you earn points, and then you dunk those points and like a basketball sort of thing. You just dunk it into their base. You score points that way. You're basically transferring the points you find throughout the map or by killing, and then you destroy parts of their base with those points. So gotcha. It's a okay. It's a whole new thing there. But I always said in the past, and now I'm like, okay, well, I have to try it then because I'd be like, man, yeah, League of Legends, Dota, and all that. You know, it'd be cool though if it was actually characters I cared about. Like, what if they had a Pokemon of this, and then they actually did it? Like, I legit was thinking that and it'd be like that'd be cool <laughs> and they created you know my dream game i guess so it's it really fun. Under the radar like people i feel like people don't people just say oh pokemon never tries anything new and then they do something like this and they don't play it so i play a snorlax and uh so <laughs> i can put people to sleep i can i have this huge body slam so obviously you can pick different moves and you can actually so before the match starts you can do like okay i want this move to be one or two this mood to be one or two and you have like six moods to choose from and then you end up with three, you know, so I got it all set up to where, okay, um, I can rest. So I'll just be laying down and healing, but I can't move while I'm healing and they could still keep messing me up. And if there's like two or three of them, then I am going to die. They're going to hurt me faster than I can heal. But when you go to any sections, like, like in league of legends or Dota, there's these little turrets or whatever that Uh will hit the enemy. A lot of the game is standing near the tower and then sneaking up a little hard and running back to the tower because the tower will hit them if you're close by and they can hurt a lot. Well, in this game, there's nothing hurting them. What it is is it heals you. So you run back to your tower, you heal a little, and then run back out. Well, I will run back, rest in the healing. I heal super quick, run back out, and now I'm way more aggressive than I would usually be, and I'm a tank. So I'm a very aggressive tank, and it's been working every time. I am doing so well. I took a screenshot last night of like two of my three games. I was MVP and I'm just wrecking people with the Snorlax. I love it. 
that's awesome yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have to get get into that one it's just so many games to try to get into i, know, <laughs> I have like I'm... a million in my head i'm like oh yeah <laughs> definitely want this <laughs> hey at least it's free so yeah that's true that's true all right number two ghost of tsushima director's cut released friday august 20th now even me writing the notes here things have <laughs> changed but anyway yeah you I, well, hold on i gotta i gotta preface this by saying tim has been going through an interesting roller coaster here right like <laughs> like i know i know you're like why is it this price what's going on here and you're like okay i'm okay with this part but not this part so we've been all over the place so i gotta hear how you feel about it right now <laughs> well let, i mean it, I, i'll try to go through this fast but Yes, I had a big problem because I watched the <laughs> Foundry video and they said all throughout the video, hey, it's not much of a visual upgrade. Right. Honestly, it looks really close to the PS4 back compat version. So you could just play that and it looked the same and that'd be that. And then I, that's all, you know, I heard that and I skimmed through the rest of the video. They mentioned other little things, but I'm like, I don't care about the DualSense features. I honestly sure. like, I'm in general with PlayStation. It is a better leap than the Nintendo Switch-like controllers. You know how they had the Rumble and the OHD Rumble. Right, and I right. was like, okay, six months later, I'm already over it. I don't know if <laughs> yeah. it even took six Maybe, Maybe maybe a month later, I was already over it. Right, right. PlayStation controller, it's not that bad. It's, it's better than that. It actually is, okay, it's cool. It's a little functional. Like, I like it. But in no means, I still put it, if I had to choose one side of the fence, I'm still going to throw it in the gimmick side. I still would play my xbox like i still want my xbox controller because i like the stick layout i like right, the design right, right. and then my hands and all that i still prefer the feel like the features didn't do enough to make me think it was the better controller let's just there there are some just to just to cut in real quick i just want to mention to you there are a few i know the playstation 5 is pretty new still obviously but i will say there have been a few games that I've been super impressed by what the DualSense does, and I'm just hoping they continue with this. Like Returnal, for example, I couldn't believe it's probably the best implementation of uh, controller and I have features. Yeah, to play I've it, so, you know. Yeah, that's that's probably the best version of it I've seen so far. Ratchet and Clank does it pretty good too. I haven't I played. I don't like the Ratchet and Clank thing to where okay, you hold it down halfway, it does one thing, you hold it down the other <laughs> thing, it does the other. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know some people are not cheap. Like I mean, right, that's right, like right. okay. Like that's Returnal the... does Returnal does that, but it also does a ton of other things too. But it, it makes, does it more, makes on more top sense. Of it. it makes yeah, more yeah. sense in Returnal because the weapons you're getting they really are vastly different. It's not like, oh, hold it down, and now your sh weapon shoots a little faster. No, it's not like that. It's like they're very, very different um, aspects. So I, Yeah, Ratchet just, just changes one mode of the gun. It doesn't do more right. than that. Right. I did see Returnal. I've seen videos and explanation. It yeah, does way more have, than that. They have some cool, so, like, you know, when, you you're in, when you're in the biomes and you feel the raindrops and just the feedback. It's really good. I haven't done, I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima yet, the PS5 version. I just fired it up. And I thought it looked great, and I just turned it off. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get back to this okay. later. So. Well, that was me preemptively talking. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is when I actually did get the upgrade and I actually felt the dual sense, right. because on paper it didn't sound, well, I don't care. When right, I actually right. felt it, I was like, okay, I do care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, when, you, when you do the wind, right? The yeah. wind will rumble all throughout uh, your controller. Awesome. So it's not, it's not just a basic rumble. You actually like... You know, like, okay, Astrobot, we really got to feel all the little guys inside the controller. You know, it's you feel all the little moments of the wind as, like, I don't know. Okay. When you're looking on screen, you know how it's like there's some to the left. You see, visually see some of the wind, and it's like some to the right. left, some to the right, and all those right. specific spots. 
it's all those specific spots throughout the controller. You know what Very I mean? Very cool. So, anyway, a uh, moment like that, the and then of course it has the triggers with the bow and all of that stuff. But mm-hmm. as you're playing, I love first. I will. It makes me annoyed. It makes me happy. So, <laughs> first party is doing it so well, and yep. then everyone else is just dumb with it. Just like do whatever okay. they want. <laughs> <laughs> with ghosts, you run in on wood. You can feel you're running on wood throughout the controller. That's, That's awesome. what Astrobot did. I'm like, yes, this is what I've been wanting this whole right. time. I right. love that I can feel the differences between me being in the grass, me being on a wooden bridge, me being on like a cement road. And actually feeling it all. That's, That's awesome. why aren't ugh. anyway. Because <laughs> they're not because they're not forced to. I guess that's the short answer, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then that's what we that was the fear too. Was like right. you know, because all these features, even with Nintendo, we would get these controller features all the time, but they'd be the only ones who use it. Mm-hmm. And there'd yep. be some people, but not many, and all that stuff. So Yep, yep. It's just I guess it's just part of it. Oh, why I was against it too. I was locked to buying the DLC. I just wanted to pay 10 for the upgrade. But mm-hmm. then when I actually looked and saw what the upgrade was, and I watched, and I was like, oh, it barely looks any better. I was like, eh, I'm not sure. going to pay 30 because I know I'm not going to play the DLC. I really wish I would, and that was the right. whole discussion we were talking about earlier, is I've never played a single DLC outside of Dark Souls 3 because it was $18 versus $15 if I bought right. it with the DLC. And I played like half of the DLC, uh, I still didn't even beat it. Um, <laughs> and that was my only moment of like, hey, here's me playing DLC for a game. Right, I right. maybe Final Fantasy 14 counts with the expansions, but I don't think it does. That's it's so different, different kind of different kind of game. I mean, that's um, a I'm not going to pay. A, I'm not going to pay $12 a month to play a game that I can't even level up on or right, see right, right. what happens next in the story. I mean, that's kind of stupid. Yep, so that, yep. I think that's different, but. Uh, I've never played any DLC outside of that little I, half that, moment that, in Dark Souls Three. That like blows my mind. I can't. I can't believe that. Like I thought the way I did it was the the norm, or <laughs> but <laughs> apparently not. Like when I heard you and Jake talking about the way you guys approach DLC, I was like, wow. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, wait, is Tim planning on playing Ghost again because? of a ps5 upgrade but not because of the dlc and i guess the answer is yes for some of you right no 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 so i didn't i didn't actually finish it so i was 20 hours in so i'm just continuing oh i, I see it. so I, see. I think it's 40 hours or so and i'm like halfway yeah um, yeah that sounds I, have, about right. I have yet to get to i already know there's gonna be this fire uh island moment or whatever i haven't gotten there yet Gotcha. Um, but I know it's like right around the corner. I can tell by reading the quest it's right around the corner. <laughs> yep. Yep. I think it's going to be worth it because man, the, the base game is so good. If they, unless they have a sudden drop in quality, which I don't think they do. I, I feel like the, um, the DLC be worth it. Now, if you didn't uh, want to play the DLC, then that's a whole different argument. Yes. Yeah. That was my problem. I was paying $30 just so I can get a little better of an experience, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I must say that little bit of experience <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot bigger than I was anticipating. That's um, awesome. Yeah, the loading was good already. Like, okay, it took six seconds to load between quick areas, and now it's two to three seconds. Hey, but when you're actually doing it a lot, or whenever right. you initially boot the game and it's like instant, it is a lot faster and it, it does help. You know, the game was already fast, but I'm telling mm-hmm. you, even just making it a better experience 
it it goes a long way. The resolution sure. is only like 400p more, but when you actually see it in the moment, it does matter. So like things in the background may be a little blurry. Now it's clear, and that does help a lot. All of these features that they added, there's a little, there's now an accessibility option. This is huge. Now this is in the game period. They just added an update, I think. But you can now select, like you can actually lock on targets like Zelda. Oh, I, I didn't know they added that. That's huge. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I want to turn it on, though. Now, maybe once I beat it, because I feel it kind of makes it too easier. And I, I like I like the challenge of not being able to lock onto them. And I feel I would lose that if I turn that on. I have a good alternative. I don't know. What difficulty are you playing on right now, by the way? Do you know? Um, I'm pl- I don't know. Okay, so... I usually I- pick, like, if there's an easy, normal, hard, I'll pick normal. But if yeah. there's, like, a in between between normal and hard i'll pick the in between between normal and hard i played the majority of the game i want to say at let's say you have easy and you change it on the fly i believe you can yeah when the game first dropped i played it on normal right started off on normal i was enjoying it and then later on they did a huge update where they added a bunch of quality of life um, fixes and then they added lethal um difficulty right and when i first read lethal i thought okay this looks harder but Lethal, not only does lethal make your enemies take more hits and they're tougher and they're more aggressive, but you also do more damage. So it almost feels like a more realistic kind of feeling, you know? So I was starting to feel like lethal is a good step up in difficulty from from normal, but it's not as hard as hard because hard just makes everyone else tougher and not you. So I thought lethal was the best pick because it is tougher. You can die in one hit. But you're also way stronger too, and it was a blast to play that way. So I recommend giving that. I want to try that. I didn't. It's know really cool. Yeah, okay. it makes it makes the game way better. It makes um, the only times it kind of wears like kind of wears on you a bit is when you're doing the duels because in the duels obviously you can't kill them in one hit even if you're on lethal, but they can kill you super fast. So um, besides that though, it's awesome because when, whenever you get into a fight, my it feels only like thing with that die. though, I would feel I feel right. I would love it at first, but uh-huh. over time, the fact that I'm killing everyone in one blow. Whether whether it's harder or easier, and whether right. I'm dying more as well, I don't know if I want to be going and killing enemies in one blow. I like the back yeah. and forth with the yeah. With it, the it really depends. It really depends. I'd say just give it a shot and see how you feel about it. I'll Hold try. on, buddy. Yeah. So that's I'm definitely gonna play a lot. Well, all again. I'm saying is it it is I. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I still like. Okay, if you just. Or anti-DLC. I'm not anti-DLC, but I just don't play DLC. I don't know. So I wasn't going to do it because I don't want to pay 30 just for an upgrade. But it is way bigger than what I was expecting it to be. And I have changed my mind on like, okay, the upgrades are worthy. Are they worthy of 30? That's a very good question now. I don't know. Well, um, to be fair, though, is you it... get the DLC, of course, right, and the DLC right. is good. I'm just saying maybe there's a lot of people like me who don't play DLC. And it's yeah, hard yeah. to say. I don't know. I'm still on the boat there, but I'm just letting the audience know. No, I totally, I totally it's a get worthy that. upgrade and I do like it. The way I see it is like this. I had to buy my graphics card that I got, you know, the super rare 30 series cards, right? Is the graphics card worth? The price of admission that I paid, yes, but I had to buy it in a bundle, which I didn't really want to do, right? So it's like a similar idea. But does that all of a sudden mean that the guard is not worth what I, if I subtract everything else, what it's paid for? No, of course not. But what if I didn't want all the other stuff? Then we're having a whole other discussion. So I, I totally get where you're That's coming from. The discussion is just, right, oh, I didn't right. want the other stuff. So I think that at least you're, you're already doing better than the 90% of people on these 
Facebook groups who can't ever admit when they change their mind about anything. They just <laughs> stop their feet in the ground. Because so. <laughs> I was I was super sad on like, dude, that is so small of an upgrade, and right, I have right. to, and I have to pay thirty. And I was like, no. Now I'm like, no, it's worthy of the upgrade. Okay, that sure. is that is confirmed. It is sure. a great upgrade. Great upgrade. Yep. The yep. thirty now is it like do you, should we be paying thirty for an upgrade? Now that's a whole new discussion that you have to figure out. Well, it's not just an upgrade, it's DLC and all of that. I understand, but what if I don't want to play DLC? I've went back and played upgrades. Have you done that? Because I have done that. Oh, I yeah. have like, yeah. oh, cool, a new uh, next-gen patch hit. hit. Oh, I really want to so... see how it runs and how it looks right. and all of that. And then so I go and play it. Next thing I know, I'm now 10 or 15 hours into it again. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm playing it a second time. I think I'm almost flipped from you on this because with rare exception, if Bloodborne got a 60 FPS update, I'd be all over it again. Yes. But for the majority, it's the DLC that will pull me back in. It's not an update. So let me think of a game I beat maybe like a year ago or something. I don't know. Like, wow, that's um, interesting because, yeah, the yeah. update pulls me in way more than DLC. Like, like Doom Eternal. Oh, perfect example. Doom Eternal is a game that I absolutely loved, right? And Doom Eternal pulled me back in. <laughs> right. They added. They've been adding. They added the next gen patch. And I was like, yes. Right. And right. I can play at 120 now on my Xbox or whatever. And that pulled me in hard. Yeah, yeah. I played it on my computer and it ran great and it looked great and I loved it. I finished the game. I finished the game last year in uh, March or April, whenever it was. Then I, I uninstalled the game, and I was like, that game was amazing. I loved it. Okay, great. Then the DLC dropped later that year. I came back, the Ancient Gods Part 1. I loved it, played it again. And, and You don't these get things, to have that experience, though, because your PC, okay, it's already good. You're you're playing the good experience. Okay, so sure, I was sure. playing 60, okay? Right, right, Now right. I can play at 120. Okay. That's a big difference, yeah. Obviously. I'm definitely wanting to play in 120, whether I beat this game or not. <laughs> and now I'm replaying it again, and I'm having a hell of a time, and it's even better. Now, the DLC, I didn't touch. Like, right, the right, DLC, right. I didn't give any crap about, oh, the mm -hmm. DLC drop, let me go play DLC. No. But next-gen hits, yes, and I get to jump on it. Now, if my PC was capable of sure. already running 120 why would i replay it again because you're you're not getting the last gen next gen yeah you yeah have that's, it. You already that's have fair it but what if what if we talk about examples of this on my uh consoles or something i'm trying to think of an example yeah it would have to be so like if they went back in well i i keep playing smash constantly so that's a bad example but like <laughs> let me think of like a ps uh ps4 game maybe like okay god of war for ex perfect example god of war got the the big 60 fps update and all that and that's awesome but it didn't make me want to revisit the game and i think that's the majority i think that's because of story that game yeah, is, that is very that story too. and i already know the whole story sure. ghost it's a little different because Ghost, like, yeah, it has a good story, but yeah. we all are playing Ghost because it's a fucking badass samurai game. Oh, yeah, it's awesome, man. Oh, God, I, I can't wait to play tonight. <laughs> tonight now, I'm excited to turn on because like, I literally yeah, just downloaded it. Combat is good, <laughs> but it's not a badass samurai game. Right. I, I finished 12 minutes the other day, and then I downloaded the Ghost of Tsushima. I did the PS5 upgrade, all that stuff, and I just turned it on for a sec, like, ran around in a circle, had no idea what I was doing for a sec, and then I turned it off. I'm like, okay, I'm going to come back to this <laughs> tomorrow night which is tonight and uh, i'm pretty pumped to do that so so let me definitively say if you're in the beginning of the game or you haven't started it yet and you have a ps5 buy it i don't care if you play dlc or not buy it don't play sure. through the whole game and not play with the upgrade it's of for course. the upgrade okay can, there, can there. you buy can you buy a pack if you don't have the game at all yet is there some sort of addition that comes with the director's yeah. cut the whole thing now right for 70 yeah. yeah oh i think that's worth it then 70 bucks for 
the PS5 yeah, version the of the problem that game is the... is obviously you can go and buy it used for like 20 bucks right of now. course of course yep yep <laughs> yeah so i i by the way side note real quick i have started it didn't start when i got steam that that was the beginning of this but i have now transferred over digital everything i don't even care anymore i'm just so tired of having boxes in my house and everything so now on Me switch too. playstation and steam everything's digital i just i'm i'm over buying physical copies and i can have the game at midnight if i want and i can have my whole library there so that's just how i do everything now, i'm so. still doing what i've been doing for about two years um i've switched to digital but if a game is super, super, super important to me, I will buy it physical. So I yep, have yep. 12 Switch games. I've been doing it since Switch launch. So I have 12 Switch games, but those 12 are like some of my favorites that I had to have physical. But that's right. it. It literally like I have <laughs> probably 150 <laughs> Switch games. I don't oh know if it's God, that, maybe so 100. Many. I don't know. I have a ton, right? But in no way do I want to go and have these games physical. I only want the physical if it's just super, super special to me. Right, and right. Yeah, that's it. Collect collector's editions are things that make me want to buy physical sometimes. Like when you sent me that cyberpunk thing, I really wanted that steelbook case. You know, I have like all these steelbooks that I like to collect, and um, and the figures that I mentioned in earlier episodes and stuff. like that. And it's that. more than just the still. I didn't realize it, but it's it's a it's a bigger package and then a steelbook with it. And, right, and the biggest right. package has other things in it as well. Yep, so. yep. So that's pretty was, cool. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. But yeah, man. <clears throat> All right. Uh, number three, Dying Light 2 showcase to be confirmed for Gamescom 2021. And that will be August 24th. So that is... Can't wait. Dude, that will be Tuesday. That is. We we might have to just maybe next episode we can just talk about the, the Xbox showcase because I'm sure there will be a lot to talk about. Oh, there has to be, right? So I can't. I I'm super they're excited. They're going to show Halo because there's some Halo stuff going on I, right now. Yep, yep. That game Man. comes out. That is confirmed to now coming out uh, end of this year. So of course they're going to show Halo as well. And yep. I do want to see some campaign stuff. I want to see. I want to see campaign gameplay. That's what I want. I'm see. I'm gonna probably just defer to you and ask you what you thought of general opinion because remember i'm still working my way I, I have to go back to odst now so i'm still working my way through all of them so i don't want to see any um anything that might spoil something or you know, oh okay like okay well but, they're not gonna show spoiler all they gotta do is show them playing in a map of like the first level or two i mean yeah really yeah that's to. probably true but um but on another note this dying light 2 thing man i feel like this has been the year of me playing games that came out way long ago and catching <laughs> up and being excited for the new version of it because psychonauts is the first one and dying light i played um you know i think we finished it last month my buddy and i and man i we had didn't such beat a it but i loved it i played oh, 20 hours of it i'm just playing it by myself and of course if i had someone to play with me i would be having even that much fun but oh, in no man, way so am fun. i even slightly not having fun i'm loving the game it's a great game i'm just I... saying it's uh <laughs> it's hard to i don't know if you have someone playing it with you you're gonna more play fun. it more totally totally agree it's it's way more fun it's a way more fun game with a partner for sure like we had so many funny moments running away from zombies and stuff like that um but we're playing the dlc now so we're just getting more and more excited about two two looks amazing everything i've seen so far looks great so super pumped for that now talk about dlc um that would be one so but that's a little so that's what's weird okay so dying light two or the Mm -hmm. first one right i'm close to beating it i play a beat it why okay. I'm playing it though and trying to catch up because I do want to play. They now have this open area, so right. 
it kind of feels like Dying Light 2, but it's in a DLC. So Yeah, it's called The Following. It's, it's really yeah, good and has a lot that's more. That's what I've seen a lot of video of that and people talking about that. And that looks like, dude, it's Dying Light, but just even better <laughs> is what it's looking like. Maybe you just haven't gotten the really good quality DLC drops. Maybe you haven't tried them out yet because I think depending on that, like the following, for example, super cheap. I mean, it's almost not, I think when it came out, it was really cheap at, to begin with. And now if you buy the game with it, it's super cheap. And um, I mean, I bought it because it was, it was a sale of $5. Gotcha. So it's, it, I mean, it came whole entire new area. You can drive buggies around now, new weapons, new enemies, new missions. I mean, it's, it's a great yeah. package. It's, it, I think that really, that's something really like that would to. have me to, to play it but that's that's almost like i mean that's a transformative experience that's not like right i don't know how to word it even even witcher 3 and its expansions of like oh wow it's still technically the same game this is yeah. like oh i'm now outside and i can drive a vehicle right 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 that blows the previous versions in a whole separate it's, it's like almost that's like 1.5 or something it's it's know. pretty awesome man it, but it has me super pumped for the next one next one just looks like better version of the last one which i'm all for with new features and <laughs> new story and everything so so i have yet to even see a single trailer outside of the e3 cinematic uh, yeah. or whatever yep. i haven't actually seen any gameplay of two visually it, like does the world look much better the way i'm thinking of this is kind of how i felt when I saw mass, ah, is it big a jump from one to two or two to three? No, honestly, maybe from one to two. Like when I saw Mass Effect one, and I, I mean, one it, to two is huge. It's huge. It, it's somewhere in the middle. Maybe not as drastic as one to two, but maybe two to three. But maybe a two little to more three, than that. Good. Yeah, maybe a little uh, yeah, more yeah. than that because it's it it everything looks nice. It looks like crisper. It looks the the scene the. Um, the scenery around you looks nicer. You could have like more field of view. Everything just looks better. Maybe uh, and, Dishonored one to two. That's a good. That's a good comparison. Yeah. And, and besides that, I noticed um, certain mechanics and things that we would do that would frustrate us in the first one. Like for example, I used to love the drop kick in the first game because you could drop kick all these zombies and it do a lot of damage. Yeah. It was really cool. But the next one, it just looks so much cleaner, so much easier to do. It looks like it's more visceral. Everything like that. It just looks like it's just everything has been upped and made better. <laughs> I mean, that's all I can really say about it. It's just a huge upgrade in all in the right direction. I mean, why I would I not want a better Dying Light? So, yeah. There was a lot of little things in the first one that were problems for us. Like, a lot of the co-op progression had little issues here and there. You could play the whole game entirely, but then if me and you play together and you're playing in my game, then when you go to your game, you haven't progressed at all. They fixed that for the part two, from what I understand, which I'm really happy about. So we both get progress. They even fixed it in the DLC. So that's nice because, you know, I mean, it sucks. One person's getting progress, the other's not. So, All right. So it dropped August 24th, 11 a.m. I wasn't sure what time zone that was, so I have to look that up. But Gotcha. Anyway, in the morning, we get to see more of it. Okay. Next, Call of Duty Vanguard. They just showed November a trailer 30. of that in November 3rd. Yep. Are, so, I mean, one, are you even getting it? So, I have not even seen this trailer yet. I was planning on watching it, but I... I haven't watched it either. Do they have... <laughs> just, that's how little I care myself. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably watch the trailer, and... <sighs> 
It's tough. With Warzone out now, if I ever want my fill of Call of Duty, I usually play that with friends. D it depends. I got Modern Warfare. I don't for like the Warzone campaign. though. I like the Deathmatch. I don't. I don't love Warzone either. I just. I just play it the the same way that you just play. Uh, your friends are on. They want to play this. Let me play with them. You know. Okay. Um. But as you know, Halo. Halo is my go-to uh, multiplayer shooter, which we have to play again soon. By the way, that was fun last time. Um. But yeah, I. Halo. I'm gonna watch the trailer. Halo responds to the Call of Duty. They are yep. releasing around the same time, but they still won't give the exact date. But once the Call of Duty showed, which, like they said, right. they would then confirm what they're doing. Well, it's perfect and... timing because they have the show on Tuesday. So, <laughs> and what they're doing is so they can get it out holiday. They're cutting the co-op in the campaign. Yeah, and then they're not cutting <laughs> Forge mode. Now, so why? Why is this? <laughs> Listen, for me personally. I, this doesn't bother me at all, but I'm thinking of other people and I'm like, why? That's where like, you guys you need said to... exactly what I was going to say. I don't care personally because I'm right. not going to play the campaign personally. I want I like I like the personal experience and I like experiencing the story by myself. It right. feels more epic and I can mm -hmm. get more absorbed in the world. It's right. kind of hard to do that co-op because I do take it a lot more seriously. Sure. And, sure. And I have a lot more fun with myself with the campaign. So no. me myself not worried about that. Forge mode. I was expecting Forge mode to come later. I wasn't expecting yeah, this to be released is, anyway. This is kind of a bigger deal than people realize because a lot of the like Halo Five, it's like ninety percent of the maps are Forge made maps from people, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, but for others, I totally get it because that's such a huge. Most people, okay, we're playing the campaign. They get online with a friend, or they get right. a friend over to their house and they play through the campaign together, and it's right. a ritual they have. And a lot of mm -hmm. people do that, yep. and even I do that with the second or third playthrough. But in no sure. way am I doing it the first time. But yeah. so I understand the importance of it. Me personally, it's not affected by it, but right. they do need to get crap for it, and I would oh, never like what is go what is going on. The game was supposed to launch last year. Okay, they took they made the right move. We're gonna delay it. We're gonna fix it up. Okay, great. But then you're still like they had to have thought beforehand. Like, oh man, when we put this out, people are gonna be really unhappy about this. That was my thought. Statement. Is how uh, you know they know the backlash, but they're like. I just wish I was like, you know, again, a, a fly on the wall. Right, the right. Oh, my God. They were probably so, they were probably they, so they worried about can't, this. They can't delay it again. They can't, okay? They can't yeah, be no, like, no. Um, okay, uh, it's next summer instead. I mean, they could, but that just looks so terrible looks, from the studio. It looks bad, but you can't mess this Halo up either. I mean, Yeah, but I, this doesn't I, technically mess. What this does is it like, okay, we can at least make sure the multiplayer is good and we can at least make sure the campaign's good. So we're technically good there. It's yes, just yes, true. these two modes that people really like and are going to use. We just have to kick. I get it. Um, if I'm in their boat, I'm doing the same thing, but we're, I'm just more mad because I'm more thinking of like, okay, but how y'all been fuck you messing this up for a decade now okay like bungie wouldn't be doing this what, what's going no, on no they wouldn't i the thing that kills me is i feel that people are starting to get too okay including myself too okay with games launching with things missing At, like even they took out assassinations too like what like assassin they say that the reasoning is because it leaves the player I don't know what that is i don't know what assassin okay is. so so in in halo i want to say it started three? in i no it wasn't in three in in three 
you hit someone in the back, you assassinated them, right? But later on, they built on assassinations. I, th- I want to say Halo 4 was maybe the first one where it, instead of pressing B to melee on your controller, if you pressed and, and held B, you would go into a sort of animation of an assassination. Oh. You, could un- you could unlock these cool, like, you know, really dunk on your enemy or whatever. So, okay, so imagine me I and you were like running. That, well, I, I, I here's the know. thing, though. It, it was really just a Sorry, I'm being like purest Halo. No, no, it's okay. Yeah. But it doesn't, to me, it doesn't change anything about the game besides being able to brag a little bit, which I thought was a fun little thing. I got this enemy. No one else is around. Okay, now I'm grabbing him. I'm stabbing him in the back. I'm throwing him to the ground. It's just a cool little thing. Okay. So it's a disrespect no one, move, but you right. killed him anyway. No okay. one, no one's forcing you to do that though. You can just play. You can just press melee and kill them. But if you okay. press and hold it, now you're assassinating them. So, okay. I thought it was more powerful or something. No, 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 no change. Now maybe they want to retool that. Maybe they want to say, okay, if you assassinate them, maybe there's some sort of buff or whatever. But. I just don't see what the big deal was to take that out. I mean, no one's forcing you to assassinate people, so um, in that way, at least. I think it's you know? because of the monetary stuff. It has to be, right? Because they're trying to figure out the battle pass thing. They're trying to figure sure. out how to how they would monetize everything where they're still being fair, but they still right, want right. to put it in and all that. And that's maybe um, that's harder thing to tackle of like. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? But um, I just hope they don't keep coming out and saying, and this is going to be cut, and this is going to be cut. <laughs> like, just so it's not affecting us so we have to put that aside and we still just have to say that it's bad and uh this shouldn't be cool because one this is some stupid trend that's been going on for the last six years maybe even 10 years now at this point i don't know how long it's been yeah yeah people cutting stuff out so they can get it released and then most people are like hey well whatever just push the date release it later but i don't think halo's in that boat i think uh it's more of i think it's the multiplayer i that's what they need to do that's what i feel if i was them that would actually even look better be like release the multiplayer this holiday don't release the rest with it do you think they'd get more hate or less hate that's a tough question so i think it's a smart idea if the game's not ready to at least release the multiplayer because people could start playing but man i wonder how people would react to this now what would be just a free-to-play multiplayer and you can still keep stacking on it and right Right. The sooner you release that, the better. It's not going to matter. It's not That's like true. you're not hurting anything releasing the multiplayer early. Right. It's more of the people of what the hell you cut in the campaign. <laughs> right, right, right. I think that probably would work out better for them if the game wasn't ready. Honestly, I think at first people would be mad. And then when the campaign campaign drops and it's great and people love it. Well, oh, now people are happy and they've been playing multiplayer this whole time. I think that would probably be better. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows what they're thinking behind the scenes, you know? So what about the reception? I mean, it'd be better for me. I think it would be a smart move, but I'm saying I think right. the word about the reception, I think maybe they would do you think they would get more hate from others for cutting campaign? Yeah, I think they definitely would, but I can't know for sure if that would if in the end general the the vocal minority let's this say, is just cutting you play multiplayer with the campaign. Right, right, right. Do so. they make the right move or not? I mean, it's tough. You, it's okay, tough. What do you do in their boat in general? What do you do? So, do you, do you just push it? Do you release? What do you do? If it was me, I would release the multiplayer, and I would I would say here's some here's the, all the things we're doing to make the campaign better. We re- we made some missteps with five. We want to make sure you guys love this one. We're adding all this cool stuff to it. Um, you know that's why we're de- delaying the campaign. Please enjoy the multiplayer in the meantime. And here's some free. <laughs> that's what I would personally do. You know, I would I think- do the same. 
Okay. I think getting the multiplayer out would make people like me and you happy, and and there's a lot of people like us that play multiplayer, you know, and really enjoy it, and that would get some good press. I, I hate sure. admitting this because I really hate listening to it now. Like, kind of funny. It, like, makes me throw up in my mouth a little. But <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> I really wanted to hear as many impressions of the Halo multiplayer as I could. So I'm going right. through all the podcasts, trying to find anything with the Halo Infinite preview gameplay. Right. And then there was one of them. So I listened to it. They hit this good thing of once it ended, like it was Andy, I think his name. I, I honestly can't remember his name. I think it's Andy. Oh yeah. That, that sounds like, like a, yep, um, Andy. He likes Halo, doesn't love it. Somewhere in that camp, whatever. Okay. And he played the Infinite, uh, the preview build. And he was obsessed. He played all weekend, couldn't put it down. It was like, it just kept getting better and better because it made the bots harder, all that. And Mm -hmm. he just kept going on and on. And what he's saying is once it ended, he's had this urge and he can't stand it. He wants to play it so bad. He's like, I don't care what y'all have to do. If, if if you're worried about it not being done, just release the multiplayer, please. I want right. it so bad. Even if it's in the current shape that it's in right now, whatever. Obviously, you'll be updating it as it goes, so it doesn't really matter. And mm-hmm. I agree. I agreed with him. I was like, you could keep release the multiplayer now for all we freaking care. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people, people would love it, man. I'm itching too bad. I, I had so much... I had way more fun than I ever thought I would. I do... It feels like an Apex Halo. It's so good. It's so good. And the fact that that's not even the final product has has me so excited, man. (laughs) I can't. I cannot wait. So I would do what you you said. I would release the multiplayer and I would just release the campaign later with the forge. Because that's the thing. Okay. Multiplayer is free to play. You're going to you're not buying that. You're just downloading it. Right. Right. So I'm going to pay for a campaign and I don't get forge and I get only single player campaign. I'm not buying that. Right, I'm just right. Not, I'm just not going to buy that. <laughs> now, Unless, I have a Game Pass, yeah. so I technically have it anyway. So I'm right. not going to not play it because it's going to be staring at me. What, to prove a point? I don't care about that. I'm playing <laughs> it. But <laughs> what I'm saying is I would have never dropped 60 bucks or 70 bucks, whatever, to play a campaign and not get the Forge because... Like, okay, even if the Forge is for multiplayer and everything else, you have to figure out some way to monetize that. You have to sell right. that. Of I course, yeah. Can you imagine them getting Forge away for free? I don't see that. Forge is such an expansive tool that they spent oh, way yeah. too much work on. You, I'm not, they've, you're not giving that away. I don't they've put so. a lot of work into that. And people, some people play Forge exclusively. That's like their whole thing with Halo. They love Forge. So, so wouldn't it, that be cool? That's a good selling market thing too. Like, yeah. hey, play multiplayer. Dude, but what if you can make your own crap? Right, right. Buy, buy the game. Now you can make your own stuff for other people to play. That's going to be a good incentive for people to buy as well. They just need to make sure that they stay away from the bad press because th- a lot of people have become kind of disillusioned with Halo. They're not into it anymore. They think Halo is a has-been thing. I don't feel that way, and I know you don't, but a lot of people do. So they need to try to stay away from any sort of bad or negative press. So hopefully we can see something great on Tuesday. They give us a date. They hit the date, and everything's great. Let's face it. A lot of people who don't like Halo, they're not going to come back ever. They always have some reason why they don't like it. Oh, my God. It doesn't have loadouts like Call of Duty, so I hate it. You know, there's They make up stuff. They just don't like the way it feels. It's okay. Right. They're some people are going to hate Halo forever and that's fine, but let's not act like we're missing out on those people. We're going to be able to pull them in. I mean, you're not going to get them. Most most of those people. Now some who are more reasonable I think that's on the, the lowest minority though, to right, be honest. Right. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, most people, one, the masses are going to be literally just anybody, whether they played Halo or not. Oh, a right. free-to-play game. Let me download it. Check right. it out. Right. That's it's the majority. A, it's a smart right. move to make it free-to-play. So um, I'm excited the to see. The only reason we were going on the whole Halo rant is to go back to Call of Duty and be like, I don't care about Call of Duty, especially because Halo's coming around the same time. I'm playing that. I'm not playing Call of Duty. Sorry. Yeah, I unless Call of Duty has something amazing, I probably will will pass on that because Halo's coming out around the same time, and as you know, we're both su- dude. I God, I I'm just thinking right now of how exciting it's going to be the day Halo comes out. I'll probably take take a day off or something. My God, I I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. We'll stay up all night playing multiplayer. Oh, it's going to be freaking awesome. Especially if we go in together with a few people. Man, it's going to be so so great. So, man, so I can't think wait. of that excitement in your brain of Halo, and then try to like think of Call of Duty, and you're like, Ugh, just yeah. like it just like deflated. <laughs> Listen, Call of Duty is a well made game. I I can't deny that. No, but, it's good. But I even it's like just... the last one the last one was really good Whatever, I, it, but it's, not, it's, not it's a well-made game but it's not i don't get that same it's crazy that halo has made me more excited by giving me these medals that do nothing versus uh call of duty with giving me kill streaks and score streaks and halo when i you know i see a guy running at me i kill him another guy and then he says double kill i'm like oh my god i'm so pumped right now or you know get 10 kills in a row killing frenzy it's just like it's just the little things like that that, that make okay. Halo stand out to me so brawl was not that good and the wii u in 3ds one it was better or whatever it's better better but it's almost like smash is like that halo hype it's that same kind of yeah, feeling of like i agree this is a real big hitter that we played in high school and college and all that that was like the top most played most fun experiences of our like growing up Agreed. so halo falls in that so it's like smash of like okay the last two haven't been great exactly like halo this is a comeback and it's infinite just like that was ultimate and it's like throwing everything together that you love and i think it's gonna hit i have totally agree. i think it's gonna do well i think it's gonna review well and the fact again that you have people like me who are like Halo Three, you know, purists, but I still like the other ones. But Halo Three is like my favorite one. That, that, but that's game, like melee. Think about it. Right, <laughs> right, right. And Halo, but Halo Three. I mean, excuse me, Halo Infinite. It feels like an evolution of Halo Three, which I'm really happy about. So actually, dang, it's a lot like Smash. So, so like melee, yeah. you go back to melee, dude. Oh it, yeah, it plays great. It's awesome. All that. But yep. it still feels dated. There's like, uh, there's about oh, yeah, it's, characters. You, 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 so. Exactly, exactly. It's not as balanced. I love Melee. It's like my favorite Smash game. But yes, I can easily admit it's not as balanced. There's not as much content. It's a great game, but everyone picks the same four or five Technically, characters. Technically, if everyone's getting together and you throw Ultimate on, you will, and I don't oh, care yeah. what anyone says, we're all going to technically be more excited playing Ultimate. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I think you're absolutely right. And that's, and that's I, I how think, I feel. I think Infinite is going to hit like that. That's how I feel with Infinite. I feel Infinite is bridging the gap between it's taking the best parts of three, it's taking the best parts of five, it's putting them together, adding some more modern things, like for example, marking enemies, which is a huge thing that I really love in games, putting it all together, and we, we're gonna have an awesome game. So super excited, and uh, yeah, can't wait, man. We'll watch the show on Tuesday, and um, let's try to get a if you can, let's try to get maybe like a. I'm gonna try if like I don't thing. work that. If I don't work that day or have to do anything that day, uh-huh. what I want to do Tuesday is I want to go. I'm going to go live and yeah. watch along and do that. That's a good idea. I'm at least doing that. But I do want to also the Inside Bite name of the podcast, YouTube. It's just the Inside Bite. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram, same thing. Just look up inside the Inside Bite if you need anything Inside Bite related. So 
Yeah, there is that's that. a good idea. We can do that. I guess the takeaways we'll have from I it. I mean, if sure. you wanted to do it, yeah, I work. No. No, I'm I'm actually I usually tutor on Tuesdays, but this week I'm no tutoring, so I'm good. We'll just do the what we're playing because it's two games each. Whenever we do the main topic, and oh yeah, yeah, we can include them in. We can include Jesse in that. What yeah, we're yeah. watching and playing. So just ask them to list two things. It can be two games. It can be two shows. All right, I'll let them know. And I guess the only the last thing I'll say is we know for sure after we watch on Tuesday, we'll at least have some takeaways uh, around Halo, Dying Light. I'm hoping campaign stuff. I know you're not. Well, you don't, I don't know. It depends what they show. I mean, I, right, I'm going right. to feel bad for you. Well, they won't. They're not that dumb. You really think they're going to like well, spoil campaign? Well, I will say they, they showed some stuff in the last, the initial trailer that I didn't know about Cortana. I, I had no idea that, you know, well, I won't say much oh. more in case you haven't played it, but I didn't know that, so I was kind of bummed that I learned that. I don't know if, if there's going to be anything else. Yeah, um, I just, I just, I mean, see, that's a good question because it's like, yeah, everyone's always wondering this: how long is too long? Because it's definitely been. Oh, I'm not, I'm not blaming them. That's my 15, own fault. At Twenty the, at, years or at something. At the time, crazy crap. At the time, <laughs> I wasn't planning on it's playing like the Halo campaign. It's like spoiling Final Fantasy VII stuff. It's like. Can you really do that at this point? Can you really spoil yeah. Final Fantasy VII? No, I definitely have no right to complain. It's just I didn't I didn't expect that I was going to play the campaign. You personally so... just don't want to see it because of exactly. That. Yep, that's all. So, all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We're back. We're here with Jesse. He's big in a beer. Oh yeah. What does that mean exactly? You just know a lot about it. You go into breweries a lot. You run a brewery. What do, What do you mean by knowing a lot about beer? So I'm just pretty involved in the uh, craft beer scene. For people who aren't in the craft beer scene and aren't like involved with it, it's actually a much bigger industry than people really realize. And there are thousands upon millions of different beers out there to try, different styles, different breweries. When I say that I'm really into beer, it just means that I just really enjoy drinking lots and lots of different kinds of beers, different styles. Going to breweries. I do do a lot of home brewing also. It's just a another hobby that I really do enjoy. Yeah, and Jesse's okay. the real deal, man. Every time I see a post from Jesse, literally anything, like if someone was to like question his authenticity, I guess they would be smacked down quick. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just saying, hey, almost like me going the rabbit hole of just a hobby in general. Oh, you yeah. uh, mountain climb and you could tell us anything and everything about it you're <laughs> sure. super focused in on the whole beer industry is what you're saying yes yes i am like i know a lot of the different news stories that are going on i follow the industry kind of like okay. how you guys probably do with video games i do right. that yeah. with the beer industry also yeah okay okay cool. very cool cool yeah i've always thought it was an interesting thing so i think it'll be but uh, we're, we're gonna get into that <laughs> but i just want to introduce him here and do you have anything uh you want to share in terms of someone that could follow you you got any work you do you uh, instagram something i actually have a beer related instagram uh oh, cool. it's uh, at lucky beer camper it's uh also my xbox and psn names so, okay. I mean, anywhere you want to follow me, that's basically my name. Twitter, it's also my name on Twitter also. Sweet. Okay, nice. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. But we're first going to go into things we're playing, things we're watching. And we figured might as well join the guest in on that topic before we just start with me and Rudy. So, guest first here. What what have you been playing? What have you been watching? Uh, so, uh, for playing, mostly I've kind of been juggling between three games. 
Uh, I've been playing the Elder Scrolls Online pretty consistently for a while now. My girlfriend actually got me into it because she was like hardcore into it. And like every uh, night. My, yeah. <laughs> so my character level in that is 522 right now, and she's still a solid 200 levels above me. So she's, wow. <laughs> yeah, she's been at it for a while. So I've been investing a lot of time in that. I played and beat the game 12 minutes. Oh, nice. So have we. So we need to talk about that. We all yeah. Beat it. Yeah. So we I'd be interested in talking to you guys about that one because I, I think I got what's probably the bad ending. Okay. But I'd be interested in talking to you guys about that. And the last I went one, ahead actually... and did all the endings. So, yeah. Oh, yeah so I haven't well, seen all the endings, but I'd be happy to talk about them. And the the last game actually just started today. My daughter said that she wanted to start playing Halo, the Halo series. Oh, cool! So wow. How old is she? Jumped... She's nine. So probably okay, okay. maybe a little young, but Halo is pretty tame for a. I M think oh, it's yeah. the perfect age to be honest. For yeah. That. Yeah, it's it's pretty tame. So we jumped into Halo 4 because I thought it would be good to start with one that has a little bit more modern controls and, you know, sprint and those kind of things. And if she's interested in it, we could jump back into the earlier ones if she has an appreciation for it. But so we we ran through about half the game today. We put probably three or four hours into it today. And that was tons of fun. Y'all obviously co-op campaigning, right? Yes. Yeah. Local co-op split screen. What are you playing it on? Uh, Xbox Series X. Oh, nice. Okay. So I have an S, but I don't have an X, but it's only because I got it like day one waiting up at GameStop and they basically like, God, they only had like eight systems and they had like two S's. <laughs> and of course I got in line. I'm like maybe 15th in line and they're saying, Hey, there's only eight systems of the X and two of the S and then everybody leaves but one other guy wanted an S, and then I was able to get in line to get an S. And it Wait, ended there was up only two. There's only two, two S's, two S's, and eight X's. Why was it, it like? I'm surprised it wasn't. I flipped. don't know. Yeah, I would have <laughs> thought it would be flip flop. <laughs> right. Getting these consoles is is such a chore. But I I feel like if someone asked me, hey, can you get this con this PS5 for me? I'll pay you fifty bucks. And if that was my job, I would get it done. Like I've gotten really good at it now. I did it with the the GPU, the 30 series one, and I did it with PS5. But it was it was causing problems at home. It was like I have an earphone in my ear at all times. We're eating dinner. I'm like, hold on, I gotta go to the computer. Hold on, they just dropped right <laughs> out. It's like it was yeah, yeah. it's it's opening like multiple tabs, multiple <laughs> yeah. devices. Yeah, just I had like that's what you have to do. Yeah, I had like yeah. auto refreshers. It was a mess. <laughs> I went through that rigmarole trying to get a PS5 for uh, my girlfriend because I bought a PS5 for her for her birthday. It took multiple attempts, having multiple tabs open. Yep. It's a chore. It's rough, man. <laughs> I got a PS5 and then a Series S. And what's weird, though, is I'm not really itching for the X just yet. Maybe in a year or two when we actually really start getting next-gen-only sort of games and I start right. noticing. But as of right now, it has yet to be a problem. So I'll yeah, just I keep gliding until I hit that point. And then I'll buy an X and sell the S. Why not? There you go. 12 minutes. I really want it. So <laughs> it's hard to really talk about that spoiling, but we're gonna, have to, we're gonna have to spoil a little bit of it at least. I mean, we'll yeah, keep it, we'll, we'll keep it brief, but let's just we could talk about the you know the big thing about it. Let's just say five minutes from now. <laughs> well uh I'll uh wave my hand a million times. I don't keep it brief. Let's just jump right into the the big thing that I saw everyone talk about on Twitter, all these game journals and stuff. Oh my god, this twist is so horrible. I hate the game now and all stuff. Listen. I saw that too. 
to make I a like long story it. short, we find out, in my opinion, in a really masterful and smart way through a story where you discover you have to keep trying. We learn that <laughs> the main character of the game is actually married to his sister and she's pregnant and it's a whole like incestuous relationship, okay? Which he obviously had no idea, okay? That was the thing. If you really enjoyed the whole game the whole way through, you know, four or five hours in, and then you get to that, is that really going to make you hate the game? I didn't. No. I didn't have that I mean, reaction. It was gross and weird, but it was, I still wanted it was to very weird. But it was like it was like shot. Like I felt bad. I was like, oh my god, what a horrible situation. Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah, and nobody knew. Now, if somebody knew, it'd be a different situation. <laughs> well, that's where it comes but... down to your choice in the endings, right? Do you right? Do right. You choose. Well, to... she doesn't have to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate ending, which I don't know if y'all really got. So, like I said, I played multiple endings, and so I don't know what y'all know and don't know because there's way more. I saw, to it I saw all of them. Yeah. Okay, so what it really is, is we'll just go ahead and talk about the ending. Right. So first of all, your dad, when he's hypnotizing you, okay? Because right. he's trying to get it out of your brain that you were having a relationship with your sister. Yep. Now, we don't know that it ever even led to marriage. The story in your head, it keeps cycling. Oh, uh, you That's get true. married. You then have a kid, all of that. The cop comes, the cop's kid. None of that's actually true. Right. None of that, all of that all, is right? just none of that happened. Right. So only thing that happened in this game and re- that was real life was that room, the dad having the confrontation with you and trying to convince you yes. to leave it alone. Okay. That's that's the same understanding I had. Too. Leave from, I don't know if it's dating or marriage, but leaving the relationship with your sister. All right. So you come it sounded like that. at that point, they already knew that she was pregnant though. That oh, could you know have what? been the case. I think he's though. right. I think I remember some dialogue indicating that. That yeah, he said you even yeah. got got her pregnant now too. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But yeah, yeah. Let me ask yeah. you guys real quick. What did you think about? I know there's a difference between a game being hard and a game being annoying, right? Did the game ever start to annoy you? Did you feel like, oh my god, I'm doing this so many times? Because for <laughs> me, for me, I felt a a little bit of annoyance, but then I kept pushing, and I th- that started to feel great about it. I'm like. Every time I would do a new loop, I'm like, oh, okay, I have a, an extra breadcrumb. Now I feel a little better about knowing this. Let me try this. And I, I actually felt pretty good the whole way through. I got stuck once or twice, but nothing too crazy. But I know a lot of people did not feel that way. So It's a good question because at the moment, it was really annoying. But then the very <laughs> moment you got to go further, right. now all of a sudden you're okay with it and you're actually happy you were struggling because it made it that much more impactful when something actually took place where you got right. to move forward. So if you spent two hours figuring out one little puzzle, <laughs> and then when you finally figured it out, it's that much more gratifying to you that it took place. If you only spent 10 minutes on it, it's not going to feel that gratifying. So. so the only thing that was like annoying, I guess, to me was like, if you made a slight mistake in one loop and you had to basically do the whole thing over again, and go through all of that dialogue again, even though you could skip yeah. the dialogue, make it run right. a little bit faster. Still doing that all over again could be a little bit annoying, but it's not to the point that was ever going to make me like stop playing it or anything. But right. I'm having this problem with Hades currently, and I was talking about the last episode. I am hitting that wall to where like fuck, I don't, I don't want to do this again. I spent like two hours. That's like fourth era. Now I got to rerun it all over again. And I, I guess I could just be better, and that wouldn't be a problem. But well, I mean, I'm genuinely trying. The thing that I like about Twelve Minutes, though, as opposed to Hades, is Twelve Minutes. Once you learn, let's say, the location of the locket. You don't have to go through all this. Di- you know, you can bypass that. You know, you can jump right through yeah. a lot of this stuff, which I thought was awesome. So when I would mess up, you know, after fourth try, try something, it doesn't work. Now I know. Okay, get in, pull out the present, show it to her, 
you know, whatever. You you had the steps in your head, and you right knew. at the very end, you could just bring up a single sentence, and you were already where you exactly. needed to be. But you know what? I gotta say, I felt so smart when I figured out that I could. Um, once I figured out the sleeping pills were there and the switch and all that, and I got, I figured Bro, out the photo that you gave me. Oh, the hints yeah. of that photo on pretty, the fridge. I felt that pretty good about that insane. one. Yeah. So, how did did you find that naturally? So I did. I did find the photo thing. Well, I'll tell you the photo thing in a sec. But even before that, I felt so smart when I had the sequence of go to the switch, flip it on, flip it off. Um, get the sleeping pills, put it in the water, hand it to her. Don't just like at first I was waiting for her yeah. to get it, hand it to her. Yeah. She drinks it, she passes out. Go to the closet. Then he comes in. Oh, he falls. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I. Fa-. I was like in my head, I was like, no one figured this out. And sure enough, of course, a bunch of people probably figured it out. Um, <laughs> What's funny is right whenever it starts, I rush over to the mugs and take. Them. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're running. You're constantly moving so fast, trying to do everything <laughs> in the time limit. Because if you take the mug, she can't go get a drink. Right, and she'll be right. pushing. She'll I be waited. Like, I'm so thirsty, I, and I'm like, yes. I waited one time, and then she went and got her own water. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Why? Yeah. Why did you wait for? <laughs> we're having to hurry up at the, uh, towards the beginning there like right before it starts to rain you have to hurry and get to the yes, dialogue yes. of hey it's gonna rain soon or else that doesn't work for you there's so many things of like a rush to a certain activity sure. just so you can then get it to jump but the one thing i had that i couldn't figure out independently and actually had to look up a guide for sure. was Actually looking at the baby clothes to determine the name uh, and connect the name and all of that. I did not put that piece together. I figured I did, that I, out. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, for whatever I reason, lucky. I couldn't I get that. I got the that Polaroid picture. I got most everything else. But I just, for whatever reason, that How baby clothes. How did you come across that photo, See, that's, that's I the thing. I, that's you. the thing I like about this game is like. Jesse and I found the photo. I really didn't think that was a big deal. Meanwhile, you're over here. You found that thing with the name. I stumbled upon that. I was just like, take something, please. Stop beating us up. Here, take And then I just tried to hand him the, uh, the onesie. And then- <laughs> oh, no. I knew immediately. So, because he was saying, oh, it starts with the D. Right, uh, right. And then I'm like, dude, baby outfit. Yeah. I, I was confused that. because the conversation you had earlier in the game uh where they say that you don't really remember her right your mother uh, for some reason in my head that was the mom saying that so i didn't make that connection you know i didn't understand that it was the dad whose mother oh could have been sorry one more thing too with the cop whenever he is saying oh it starts with the d and then i realized oh the baby outfit it hit right there that way <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we're brother and sister. <laughs> I had to pause the game. I I'm felt like, so, I felt so dumb for a second. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Why is he bending over? What, why is he like convulsing? What's going? And then it took me a second, and I got it. But yeah, it was that was a cool game, man. But yeah, we can talk way more about that. I'm sure another time. But yeah, I think we all agree it was a it was a cool game. I I'm glad I played. It was it. a cool game. Oh, um, the, with the cop though, at the very end with the scene, so he had hair the whole time. Yeah. Um, but at the end, his hair went away. So you that? could tell it was trying to portray to you that you were not living reality. So um, Wait. your dad actually was bald Wait. the whole time, but you were portraying him as not because the cop was bald. You see oh, what I mean? I understand. They were the same person. I get that. Okay, that makes sense. Now. And you were just imagining your dad being the cop trying to stop it from happening. I see. And you wanted it to happen. So the cop was the symbol of the thing coming against you the entire game. Okay. And it's your dad, but in the game, it's a cop. And how about how about uh, the girl? How about the daughter? What do you guys think that represents uh, Bumblebee? Is that just like, I don't know. I don't really I know don't what to know. think. I don't know. Maybe the child, maybe your child. 
Okay, maybe. It could because be. your the name is a flower and then the baby's a bee. I mean that Okay, that's it, it a, looks, that, that, would be that the connects. Case. That yeah. tracks. That makes yep. sense. Yeah, that was that was a really cool game. I I usually don't care if someone doesn't like a game, but I was just like surprised. I'm like, what is wrong with you guys? Like, how do you like if you hated the whole game, that's one thing. If you hate the game because of the twist that happened, that just I don't I don't really get that. But I, I mean, I get it's gross and weird, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think they hate it because it was some some twist that changed everything. I think they hate it because of the subject matter. Like if the twist was some other ridiculous twist, but it wasn't to do with, you know, incest, I think they'd be like Oh, what a crazy twist! But I think that it's that they're doing the whole like we're very sensitive to that. That could offend some, you know. I think it's that whole thing. I really think that has something to do with it. Offended because they're supposed to be offended, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> that might be it. But they're latching onto something, so they have a headline and something of to course. be a shock value. It would, right? They don't. Yeah. I doubt they even actually care. Right. It it was one by one. That like I saw one <laughs> journalist, and then like someone who they usually interact with say the same thing, and then someone's like, "I gotta try this," and then they say the same thing. That's that's why I hold that opinion. I think because like what you were saying with beer of constantly reading up on the stuff, listening to stuff, and that's what I'm doing all day. Is I'm just like I'm way deep into all this world. So yeah, I saw like five six big journalists <laughs> complain about this. Yep. And uh, I'm rolling my eyes the whole time. I thought anyway, I thought yeah. it was brilliant, man. The only negative I'll say for the game is I think that they got a really awesome cast, but the way that they put the cast lines, it almost seems like they just um, like okay, James McAvoy record your lines, Daisy really record your lines, and they tried to like mesh it together, and it works most of the time. But sometimes it felt a little funny, or or when you a second ago your wife is like. Um, happy with you about this thing you guys discovered, and then a second later she forgets. You know that happened to me a few times. So I read a theory of somebody <laughs> saying, and it, and it, you know, it could be true. I I doubt it, but maybe it was on purpose of them could delivering be. it weird. Could be because again, it's all in your head right, right. and it's not actually reality. So maybe they're trying to portray, giving you some sort of hint that it's not actually really taking place. So it has to be a little off. Could be. Um, but I, I I don't know. I don't think so, but that was what somebody said. And it's like, eh, it could be. <laughs> you know, the way I knew the game was fake was every day the wife would come to you and be like, not now. Get off me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like accidentally sometimes would, would click once. Rude. You're so rude. I'm like, rude. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Anyway. Oh, man. All right. Anyway. But what overall, though, real quick, Um, I mean... It sounds weird. Okay, one to ten, but how did you really like it from one to ten? Like, where are you sticking it? I, not, not like in some official yeah, review. But yeah, I'm just saying, I personally, like, I put it up there, man. I put like an eight, eight point five, maybe something. There was a few things I put that it I like an eight. Probably. Yeah, I put an eight. Overall, okay. I thought it was a pretty, pretty good game, and yeah. it seems like it's been developed for. It took the guy years and years to make this game, so it looks like I'm happy this guy finally got to, you know realize what he wanted to make like you were telling me in that interview oh yeah so i do want to say this so i was listening to him discuss how he made it blah blah, blah. so the guy used to work at rockstar he worked at ubisoft he actually worked on the witness with that dude i forget the main dude who made it oh, um, jonathan blow anyway i remember him but he's been in the industry for a long time and he's been writing notes on this game for the last 10 years if not 15 that's and crazy. it's something he always wanted to do, and he kept pitching to different people that he worked with, but they always didn't want to do it. So, and he went to Sony, they denied him, then he went to Microsoft, and they took him immediately. Um, I don't know if it's because of pedigree or because recently Microsoft has just been taking tons of indies anyway. They said they gave him plenty of money to work with, 
and he could do whatever he wanted and they didn't once like say hey you couldn't do this or that he was able to have free roam and all the money he wanted to make the game and that's why he then hired those voice actors because he had the money to do so that's awesome so. man pretty cool that's that cool. really yeah. is a pretty impressive cast yeah for sure yeah. all right well huh. um <laughs> yeah god well we can cut this but man we I can tell we really are into everything we're saying because this always happens. We always go so long on everything. <laughs> we get so into it. Oh, I did want to say one thing ESO. Put about 30 hours into that game, but I had an older brother that kept pressuring me to play. <laughs> he has, um, it has to be like 1,200 hours oh and I'm not exaggerating. I think he sent me at like 1,000 hours and Jesus. he still plays it. Like and That was like two or three years ago. That's nuts. And man. I have it because he literally bought it for me whenever the Morrowind expansion came out and he was trying to get me to play at that moment. And I did really like it. It's just so much. It's hard. It's like yeah. a... It's overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm just telling you, though, it's a super quality game. It is way better made than I ever imagined. It's the first MMO that's ever really got its hooks into me. I've tried a few other ones, but... Just the way the leveling is in this game, and if- the voice acting's amazing, the presentation's amazing. Yeah, the, the way that you can like swap class on the fly. Yeah, very cool. Anyway, yeah, I is. just had to mention that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, all right. So for me, obviously, we talked about twelve minutes. Really enjoyed it. We we talked that up. You know, I downloaded Ghost of Tsushima the DLC a few days ago, and I was like, all right, as soon as I'm done with twelve minutes, I'm gonna jump into this. So like I told Tim, I told you yesterday, I fired it up. With the PS5 version, all the updates, I was like, oh, man, this looks great on my TV. I can't wait to play this. All right, I turned it off. So today, I go to jump in. Now, I think both you guys know, I kind of, you know, most games, I'll usually turn up the difficulty a little bit. I kind of like playing games on, you know, harder difficulty if I can. And with Ghost of Tsushima, there was easy, normal, hard. That's what the base game had. And then later on, they released Lethal, which... Yes, the enemies are tougher, they're, they spot you quicker and everything, but you're also stronger, so I, I kind of like that balance, right? So I've, I've had it on that. I go to turn it on today. Well, hold on. Say what yeah. it is, though. So you kill them in one hit, they kill you in one it's hit. It's not always one hit, but you and the enemies are all stronger. Everyone's stronger across the board. So yes, you can die in one or two hits at times. Um, they also spot you quicker, though, too, which is a big thing in that game. And I think they stay on you longer too. You know how sometimes they'll forget about you and then you can sneak up? Mm. They stay on you longer too. So all those things, right? Yeah. So I, when I was into the game and I was playing it a lot, that that update came out when I was like 15 hours into the game. So I was already very you know familiar with it and I was doing pretty well with it. Okay, fine. I go to turn it on today, maybe like an hour or two ago. And I kid you not, I probably died maybe like 20 times in a row on one spot. I just, I forgot how to play this game completely. I, I I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm trying to parry, I'm pressing triangle, and it's really, uh, what, L1, I think? I'm trying to pull out smoke bombs, and then I'm pulling out my bow and arrow. Like, I just, I feel like that game had so many different controls and so many, like, situational things going on. I'm trying to block against the shield guy and pulling out my spear stance. It's just like, like, I was just all over the place. It was a mess. After a good amount of tries and putting the charm on that says you can parry easier now, which I had to do that, <laughs> then I was starting to kind of get back in the flow. But I still feel like... Either I'm gonna have to keep practicing, or I'm gonna have to turn the difficulty down. Cause oh my god, I was it like 30 minutes with it? Was it like two maybe hours with it? no, maybe like maybe like 30 minutes, and I I okay. probably died at least 10 plus times in one spot. <laughs> I'm asking because you know um, update came out, but a friend of mine wanted to play Legends, so I went on there. But I haven't played in six months. 
Right. So I get on. He's like, dude, you're like 28. And I was like, yeah, I played before or whatever. And he's starting at one. So he was feeling bad because he only put like two or three hours into the game. Sure. Anyway, he's playing way better than me. And I'm sucking so <laughs> bad. I, I was going through the same thing to what you were saying. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I forgot all the buttons. And there's a lot up there. There is. So, I mean, every trigger activates a different mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, every button is a certain... Uh, it, every button's really getting utilized in very different ways, and it's really hard every to single remember. One. I, yeah. I couldn't believe how much there was that I had forgotten about. Even like throwing your shurikens, I couldn't figure it out because I'd press L two. Yeah. I mean, pro- I, probably- I felt horrible because I kept getting us killed, and I couldn't <laughs> even sneak well and all this. But anyway, after an hour, I eventually got the hang of it. But is that a problem that you guys kind of had? specifically with that game or is that something you guys encounter a lot with games in general um, like i find uh, if i revisit a game after a few months it's pretty common that i can feel lost particularly yeah. with like jrpgs i think there's two different things for me going on ghost of tsushima is the only game in a long time that i can remember where the actual gameplay of it was throwing me off like i couldn't remember but tons of think, think big like dark RPGs. souls okay you haven't played in a long time you jump back in and it's a really really tough game it's gonna be way harder than will, something that's more medium yes. level or easy yes because that because ghost is hard i don't want to say like super hard but it's, there is just tons going well, on it's yeah, really complicated it's harder in a different fact. way it's harder in a different know. way you know like yeah, like dark yeah. souls is a tough game yes but i can jump in and pick it back up quickly because although it's a complex game it's very simple in its execution right there's a certain number of buttons that do certain things and and that's that like ghost you're also like a veteran at those games though yeah that's also you have to take that into account too as well you're right <laughs> maybe ghost is more complicated and not i don't think harder. dark souls i'm not saying dark souls is easy to jump back into i just think that there's less things to remember in it's dark basic souls. controls right. it's only like Light attack, heavy right, attack, light attack, heavy attack, magic attack, skill, dodge, that's it. Like Ghost yeah. is like, oh my god. <laughs> like you said, hold R2 and then press one of these things. Hold L2, press one of these things. I know I sound yeah, like a switching right stances. Now, and... <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. it's just a lot to jump back into. How long ago did Ghost come out now? How long has it been? I can't remember. Two years? It's been a while. No, no, no was no. it last year? I want to say last year. Last year. It was, was it yeah, last year? It was, oh, year it was right before year. Last of Us. Last year in June or July, one of those two. Or right after Last of Us. It's been over a year, right? So it kind of took me a bit, but I'm I'm getting excited now. I'm I'm getting back into it. I'm super pumped to uh, jump into all that. The only other thing I've been playing is, as both of you guys know, I've been working my way through the Halos, just like Jesse's daughter, who will eventually probably sur- surpass me. <laughs> um, so I got through Halo 1, 2, 3, and Halo Wars. I really enjoyed all those games. Had a blast with all those. And then I was going to do ODST. Started that first mission. I thought it was awesome. It was great. But then... I kind of just started having this feeling of like, man, I see everyone talking about the new Psychonauts game, how much they're looking forward to and all this. And I kind of had that feeling of like, oh man, I got to try this. So I downloaded Psychonauts and I started playing it and I I just loved it. It was great. Really, really enjoyed that game a lot. That game's like the perfect kid game that's also good for adults, you know, because it touches on a lot of adult themes, but it's like a really colorful, wacky um, platformer kind of game, you know? How well does it hold up? I'd say it holds up pretty well. The graphics don't look great anymore, but the playing the actual game is pretty good. It, it, it didn't feel bad at all. And the story's so good that it, it carries you through. You know, it's not that long of a game. Maybe like, I want to say like 11 or 12 hours, something like that. Nothing crazy. I did get lost a few times. Like I had to reference like a walkthrough occasionally, but nothing crazy. So yeah, I loved it. And then I was super pumped for two. And then I found out that there's a VR title, like a two or three hour VR title for 
Really? Yeah, I had no idea. And I remember in my head, I remember seeing this pop up a few years ago. Like, oh, Psychonauts is coming out with a VR title. This is so exciting. And so I have PSVR that I haven't used in forever. So I fired it up and I played it and it was great. It was really cool. And it takes place, it bridges one and two. So it was perfect. Now I'm like super excited for what, Wednesday when this game comes out to drop and jump into that. So yeah, those have been the big two, but man, I can't, I can't wait. I don't know if you guys saw the reviews. Tim, I sent you a review today. It looks great, man. Everything they're saying, super pumped. I saw it, went to go watch it, but I was waiting for a file to transfer. Next thing I know, like four hours later, I'm trying to figure out why this certain like <laughs> core and retro arch for my emulation isn't working correctly. Right. I have yet to watch it. So. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> check it out later. See see what they say. Like, Go to a trusted reviewer that, that you guys like and, and see what they say about it. Because man, every person so far seems to be on the same page. Uh, they've improved the game pretty much in every aspect possible. You know, it looks better. It runs better. It plays better. The levels are very imaginative, and I can't wait, man. I'm excited. I can't imagine someone who has been waiting for this game for 15 years. Like, man, they got to be super excited. So, do I go? Uh, I really want to play the second, and I I don't have to buy it, and it's like right. literally tomorrow, or the next day, or something. Or do I really need to push through this first one? What, I, what, would, what do I do? What do I do? It's like a case of uh, <laughs> think like because um, it looks amazing. Psychonauts Two is like right. this is one of the coolest, craziest sure, looking sure. things I've ever seen. And Psychonauts Once is so dated. But if you're saying the story holds up, I'd say give it a shot. Psychonauts One is on Game Pass Two, right? So give it a shot. Yeah, play it for like an hour. And if you if it grabs you within the first hour or two, then I'd say keep going. If not, there's a, there's a recap. It? It's like a 10 or 11 hour game, maybe shorter if you know what you're doing or you just... I didn't know if it was like 40 or something. No, 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 nothing like that. So I, personally, I think it's worth playing and Psychonauts 2 is not going anywhere, right? It'll still be there for you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. so yeah, man. I'll do that. Very excited about 10 is so. totally worth, like, that's not too bad. Is I'll go ahead and talk about what I was just briefly talking about. Go ahead. Jesse, you have an Xbox Series X, okay? Yes. I have the S thing, whatever. They both share the same CPU. But the GPU is different from yep. the X to the S quite substantially. Right. But yep. when it comes to emulation, which I don't know if you know, do you know much on emulation at all? Have you ever tried to run anything like PS2 emulation on your computer or something like that? I have tried those things, but I wouldn't say I'm any kind of like expert on that stuff or anything. Okay, okay. But I have done that stuff. I'm huge into emulation. I have been since I was, what am I, 10, 11, 12 years old. We have dial up and I figure out we can play the original Nintendo on my computer and I freak out and go for it anyway yep. but you don't have to mod the system so i'm trying to think how to word it what it is is you pay 20 dollars for an xbox development kit now you have access to dev mode and when you go into dev mode on the system now you can run apps called uwp apps so they're universal window platform apps so a lot of people make these apps there is this main one though retroarch where inside of that, it has N64, GBA, Super Nintendo, PS2, PS1, Dreamcast. There's a lot, okay? Uh, oh. GameCube, Wii, stuff like that. It's all in one place. And in the app itself, you can literally just download the assets you need. And then it's just a matter of adding the ROM files, however you know how to do that. And I actually have it set up to where I can access my Xbox through like a network drive on my computer. So I can just drag a file into a folder and I'm good and it's on my Xbox. What I'm saying is you activate dev mode, launch this app. Now you have emulation across the board and all these emulators and it runs even better than my PC because the CPU is so strong in these new systems. And that's really 
the me of emulation because graphics these are older games it's not like it's pushing unreal engine 5 or anything it's <laughs> it's just cpu heavy because you're like having to run a game on top of running a thing that isn't meant for it blah blah blah, blah. but it isn't gpu heavy so anyway what i'm getting at is me and you would have the same experience snx but it works so good and this is hands down the best emulation experience i've ever had and it's so weird that it's on my xbox of all things and i didn't know that xbox could even do that i didn't the know video, there was... it's very easy again uh just google xbox uh dev mode and even on their own website it'll tell you like hey click here register pay 20 bucks now all of a sudden you have a dev mode inside of your Xbox as one of the apps. Awesome. You launch that, you're good to go. And then oh. um, then you're just loading UWP apps inside of there. And again, RetroArch is one of these apps, but you can run so many other apps. There's this, you can open up, I don't know, a file explorer so you can see all the files inside your Xbox or maybe be able to add pictures and music, blah, blah, blah. But forget all that. But the emulation is so strong. But so I've been playing like I've been playing Dreamcast. <laughs> you've been playing every. I feel like before. you've been playing everything for uh, the last twenty years. Like Tim sent me videos of like a fifteen-year-old <laughs> game looking better than some game I'm playing today. I'm like, holy crap, this is. Crazy. I'm blasting <laughs> it. At, I'm blasting it at like four K sixty of awesome. some PS one game. You know what I mean? And it looks incredible, yeah. and it runs really, really well. Very cool. I, I'm just so shocked at how cool and how well it runs and again you're not doing anything wrong they're wanting people to develop apps test them out so all it is is you testing apps that's available that people create right. there's no shadiness to it at all pretty so, cool man the only so, yeah just on the topic of emulation i know rudy's big into pc gaming i don't know if you are tim but uh yeah, yeah. Have either of you guys tried that nintendo emulation that you can do on pc what which nintendo what do you mean so, like, there's apparently a way that you can play, like, Switch games on PC. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but it's not it's not good. It's very early developed. Right. Games don't run smooth yet. I am super kept up with the scene. There's literally a video I watched two weeks ago on the current status of it. And basically, it's about 70% there. I want to say Getting in there. maybe a year, we should be good and things will run smooth. But if you were to play like Mario Odyssey right now or Zelda or something, it's still choppy and it's not very smooth, even on the high sense of PC. It doesn't even matter what your PC is. It's just the software isn't quite there right. yet. Is Imagine when they get that huh. to where it, where it needs to be, though. That's going to be nuts, man. Yeah. Crazy and stuff. Steam Deck is where that's going to kick in because with oh, that system and you being able thing. to run emulation on that. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Pretty awesome, man. It just needs more work. That's all. But Wii U emulation's good and you can technically breath of wilds on Wii U. So if it was Zelda specifically, you can play it through that and it runs well there. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Pretty cool. Yeah. Let's move into the whole beer talk. And I do want to say, I'm not like, uh, I'm a beer dude, okay? I would much rather have a beer than any other type of alcohol. <laughs> I am in that boat. I live two blocks away from a brewery. I got really lucky. They're super, super good. And they have a ton on tap and they get a stuff from all over the country. And I'm telling you, every time I go in there, try a different flight out of a bunch of different things. And they have really incredible stuff so i've been really into it the last year or two i've been purposely trying to go to different breweries in the area and most of them suck i honestly the one where i live by it happens 
to be the best luckily but and i'm always trying to get my friends to come and uh it's it's a lot of fun <laughs> they used to cook really really good food but then this whole thing i don't anyway so you know how restaurants how they oh we're understaffed and it's hard to keep right cook right and waitresses and all that yep. and it, same thing here and they had amazing food now they don't have that anymore so it's really annoying because nothing's better than like a really good uh they have like this cajun sausage dog oh man that sounds good jeez the fact that it's gone with like now i'm just stuck <laughs> drinking the beer and i don't have anything amazing to eat with it it's driving me insane this might be a good middle ground for the three of us because the more i'm hearing tim talk now and i already know what i know about jesse i think this is a good balance jesse is the avid you know beer drinker tim seems somewhere in the middle and i will just go out on a limb and say i'm through <laughs> with my beer drinking days okay i i have nothing against beer i i really think it's you cool. don't have to get wasted or no, 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 all no. you have to do is no, drink a single beer. Like beer let me yet. let me clarify okay i what I have beer no... of something good that's all it takes <laughs> okay listen listen i have no problem you know i think it's cool when people go into a restaurant and we all sit down with my friends and like what do you guys want to drink and they're all like can i get the um Shyamalan 2000 or whatever whatever they say okay and i have no i have no clue what they're saying okay i think that's cool and the, the way the server will be like oh we have that on tap do you want that tap or draft and do you want the this one and i'm like oh my god i don't know what's going on here and then they cut to me and i'm like what tastes like a blue moon can you give me that give me that thing okay fine all right so i'm pretty much the opposite way i used to be bigger into beer but never like jesse it was just the crappy stuff like uh when we were in college and you drink keystone light or something or natural light the worst of the worst okay and then now if i am somewhere and i'm at a party or a barbecue and people have uh <laughs> coronas or bud lights or whatever and the thing sure i'll drink one but really i'd much rather just have a, a cocktail or something that's just what i would prefer now one I, more thing favorite beer because i'm gonna forget the popularity has come and gone with it and it's been a long time but i still the uh, sour monkey victories you see what i'm talking oh, yeah. about you see what i'm talking about really Tim? Sour monkey victories really that's the name yes. of a beer no yeah, victory is the brand and it's sour monkey okay okay got it monkey. all right yeah. tell me is this a beer that's that's worth golden monkey sour monkey but do you like sour beers i don't know i mean i do i actually i actually have a sour beer next to me to Crack that. after the stout I'm drinking. What, what is it exactly? <laughs> uh, so uh, this is a Berliner Weiss ale with strawberry, banana, blueberry, coconut, and granola in it. Okay, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> so, so how about the only the only beer I ever drank that I thought was like maybe different than you know the stuff I just mentioned that I felt like maybe a little more classy. And I'm sure Jesse will tell me that I'm wrong in a second, but. There was this beer called Linen Kugels that I always thought was really cool and it was different. But am I wrong? Is that just another? Is that another? Um... So yeah, I, that's definitely not like uh, <laughs> high end craft beer. Right, but... right. I it's not high end, but it's not, it's not popular. Is it? Either. Is it a step? Is it okay? So if Bud Light is, it is beer, a niche beer, but it's just not that great of a beer. I so thought I, right. I would get the Summer Shandy one in the summer, and I always thought it tasted great, and I felt cool what, next to my friends picking Bud Light. So. <laughs> That's that. But, all right, Jesse. Let me just. I would drink me... a summer shandy over a Bud Light. Okay. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're, we're making we're making progress. We're making progress. Real quick question. All right. You're at a normal place that just happens to serve beer. Okay, Jesse. So you got the very 
what uh land shark or a uh stella like a or something like that right? that would have like, like yes, yes. And, what are yeah. you picking when it comes to just maybe they have six or seven beers and it's those usual typical like maybe a corona extra or something you know what i mean like what is the one you pick when it comes to you at a bowling alley and you get a and you get a beer <laughs> so if i go to a place like that usually they'll have at least Bottom of the barrel, they'll have something like a Samuel Adams or Sierra Nevada, nice, or something like from those from those guys. So if I'm gonna get a beer, I'll probably go with one of those. Like a like I will not turn away a Samuel Adams Boston Lager. That's a Sam a Adams is, is genuinely good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And usually, even those places that are like Bud Light holes. They usually have something from Sam Adams or Sierra Nevada on tap too. Yeah, I'd say almost always. All right, so let me yeah. let me ask you this, Jesse. So, have you always been this way with your beer drinking? No. Was there ever a time? Okay, tell me about that. I want to hear about that. <laughs> so I remember my freshman year of college. I remember going to the dorms and I brought home Guinness to the dorms. You know, I felt so fancy drinking a Guinness. That's me. <laughs> Okay. Hey, Guinness is good. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So, like, I have nothing against Guinness. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, you'll never hear me talk down about Guinness, but Guinness okay, is okay. definitely not fancy. <laughs> no, it's it's very generic dark beer. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. So, like, in my in my high school, whenever I was going to parties, I would totally drink out of the kegs that were always freaking Bud Light or something along those lines. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. Five bucks a cup. In college, I did uh, the Miller High Life. I was all oh, about the High Life. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the champagne of beers. Wait, oh my God. It is not the champagne. <laughs> wait, wait, just, just they, wait, wait. No, hold on, that, hold on. Not. Just, just quickly before Jesse continues. So, am I to be? Am I understanding that champagne sucks too? Is that what we're saying? No. Oh, no. I was the champagne no, of beer. No, 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 no. That as a no. That's their slogan. Miller, the Miller High Life. That's oh, their slogan. I see. I see. I see. Champagne okay. of beers. Yeah. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Guinness. No hate there. But Miller Life. Oh, I'm hating you on that one. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a Miller High Life over a Miller Light, personally. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Continue. It's <laughs> <That was> great. <laughs> It wasn't until like my post uh, college years that I really started diving into craft beer. Like in my college days, I wasn't really drinking Sam Adams or Sierra Nevada, which I would consider kind of like my gateway. Okay. Gateway okay. craft beers. That makes sense. I had like a torpedo IPA from Sierra Nevada, and it's like, whoa, that is a whole lot of flavor going on there. That's a good question. IPAs. What do you think about them? Oh, I love I love IPAs. So what what do I do for? Okay, let's say I ever wanted to. I'm whatever on them. I don't really okay. like them, but I don't hate what them. What if I what if I was someone who and I, I I joke around about it, but I think it would be cool to to try some of these and find one that I actually like and not be stuck drinking this stuff, right? But every time I try an IPA or something, I don't know. It just seems like it's too um. What. What's the right word? Okay. The taste bitter. is like too bitter to me. Yeah. And it's supposed to be bitter. The whole point that. of the IPA was they were making, no, like it came from India and they were making really cheap beers on purpose because that was their only way that they could get them and distribute them. Right. Okay. There was some regulation there and that's how it all created. And then it had this like 
kick to it that people started preferring right and then it started getting really popular because of that but do know it has a bite it's nothing you should not be drinking ipa if you're trying to get into it and you don't drink beers usually now if okay. you really like beers and then you want to go and find a channel ipas are really good because once you start realizing what kicks and what type of things really work with you because everyone's different i'm telling you i love sour beers but some people hate them just on the topic of ipas i just want to clarify that i i, I knew that he was going to say that they're bitter because that's a common complaint about ipas okay but my favorite style of ipas is a new england ipa and they are not bitter that's the okay. that's the whole okay. that's the whole drop i've never had one though uh, maybe i what, need to find you've uh, never had are... a new england style ipa no 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 <laughs> So I, I it's, live it's in Florida, home. first of all. They have them in Florida. Checkmate, Tim. Checkmate. What, what's a good, no, no, I no, no. What's them. a brand? I know I they do. <laughs> I want to try them, though. <laughs> yeah, just look for anything that says like NE IPA or New England style IPA. Oh, it'll say it on there. Okay, okay. It'll say it on it. Yeah, the main difference is that most IPAs, like West Coast style IPAs, are. At the the traditional IPA, the way the beer looks is pretty clear. Like you can almost see through it. You can see a reflection. With a New England style IPA, they're completely opaque. It can almost look like orange juice. Okay. What would be a, a good thing to try for someone like me that maybe that general taste? I know you said the IPA you're referring to is not bitter, but everyone I've tried is like that. Someone like me, would it be smart to try something like what you just mentioned? Or would yes. You so I know that you're not a craft drinker like at all. Right. So right. I, I don't want to like push you into like the deep end. Right. 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 I know that. Generally speaking, so what my general philosophy when I'm trying to like encourage people to drink more craft beer instead of the massive conglomerates that are destroying right, right. our country. Sure. Um, sure. <laughs> instead of drinking something like Bud Light, drink a drink a Boston Lager something. because yeah. it's like a literally one. a better beer, and it will what it will do is it has so much more flavor. Gotcha. Your taste buds will become accustomed to drinking it. Uh, okay. And then once you drink that, you'll be yeah. ready to drink something else that has a bit more flavor. And you it's almost okay. like a stepping stone. That makes sense. You know what okay. I mean? No, that, that makes sense. If you sense. wanted to try an IPA that wasn't bitter, the IPA I would recommend, it's called Wicked Hazy from Samuel Adams. Okay. It's their okay. New England style IPA. It is not bitter at all. There's no bitterness. It is a commercial version of what a New England style IPA is, and it's very drinkable. Okay, maybe I'll okay. maybe I'll give something like that a shot then, because I'm I'm curious. I, like again, like I said, I joke around about it, but I'm always down to try something new like that, yeah, especially if I see how into it you and some other of my friends are if i'm ever out and about and i again like the typical bowling alley right and you're stuck like picking what i was gonna say is my favorite is stella they seem to have it everywhere and it's it's a lighter beer it's not super heavy yes it is but it's really good i don't know and just out of curiosity what's the name of that brewery that's right by your house uh brew angels so the blue angels are really big in pensacola florida and then yes. they have a brewery basically like tied with that called the brew angels i have a, a fancy little app that uh jesse knows three people who work there <laughs> <laughs> yeah this uh girl got fired a week ago. <laughs> 
they they have New England style IPA. Just out of curtain, just awesome. to give you a heads up. Okay, thank you. It's called Brew Angels IPA V two. Apparently. Oh, okay. So it's one they make themselves. Cool. Okay. Yeah, it is. A, yeah, they have their own beer that is a New England style IPA. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, I really do love the darker German ones. Uh, anytime I can ever like get my hands on that. Yeah, double to, yeah. So, yeah. So I like the, I do like those styles too. Those styles are a little less common here in the States. Um, they haven't necessarily caught on here. Those and Hefeweizens and what is it that draws you to those just out of curiosity? <laughs> well, one, it's just a matter of like, okay, if I'm going to drink a beer or two, I'm not down to just drink a whole bunch and make it a whole night because it's so high in percentage. That's really all it is. It's like 10 to 15% those types of beers. And they're very weedy. I like the wheatness of it. I like that. Yeah, they're they're very malty. They're full yeah, of malt. It's very flavor. strong and very full of flavor. You guys are throwing a lot of terms at me. Okay, I want to I want to break these terms down. So when I'm looking at a beer, right? <laughs> what are the things that when people are describing beers, they're using adjectives to describe beer. What are the things that people look for? I heard uh, weedy, malty. I hear people say hoppy. What else do we got? And what hoppy. are they all? What What are we talking about with these so, things? If somebody says hoppy, they're definitely talking about an IPA. Okay. That's exclusively. Okay. So none of the other styles are associated with hops like an IPA is. Most other styles are a lot more malty. And so, what? What when say someone says something a uh, beer is hoppy? What are they? What does that even mean, though? What are they saying? Because I don't really, honestly, I really don't get. In the brewing process, there are hops that you use yeah. to produce a whole slew of different things in a beer. You, right. if you add them early, it's going to cause bitterness. So when you taste a bitter beer, it means uh, they use a lot of hops early. I see. In the brewing that makes process. sense. Okay. When they use hops at the end, what's called the dry hopping. When they use it then, that means the beer is going to taste a lot like what those hop herbs taste like. So it's going to impart a lot of those flavors. I didn't know that. That's a good explanation, yeah. Yeah, so when somebody says, whoa, that's really hoppy, usually talking about that dry hop uh, process because that okay. process pulls out so much of those flavors. One thing I will say, though, just as an additional comment, a lot of people say a beer is too hoppy, but what they actually are saying is that a beer is too bitter, uh, which okay. aren't necessarily okay. the same thing. I, now that you explain it that way, that makes sense. Yeah, people just kind of took that term from the process of making the beer and they kind of just attributed it. To, yeah, I, I and that's that. what I was thinking, right? I was thinking it was just some like bitter IPA thing, but you're saying you could technically say hoppy even to a New England beer that isn't bitter at all. Uh, fun fact, uh, New England style IPAs typically actually use way more hops than those bitter West Coast style IPAs do. They yeah. just do it at different stages. It's technically even more hoppy and people like... They are legitimately yeah. more hoppy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty interesting. And it's less bitter, but then people are saying hoppy because they're thinking it's meaning bitter. But well, realistically, I, I, it's less what, bitter, but then it's more hoppy. This is why I wanted to talk to Jesse about this. because I, I know this always happens with any sort of thing that people are into. You have people who kind of like people like me who don't know much about it, but are interested in knowing more. And then you have people who really know their stuff. And then you have the people in the middle who want everyone to think they know everything about it. <laughs> and really know, which is all like I've met so many of these people. And now that I know a little more, I'm going to go back and make fun of them because I know people who act like they're jesse but they drink um you know sam adams oh i'm so sophisticated i'm like nope no you're not 
Not according <laughs> to what I just learned. <laughs> so you should drink Sam Adams. So they are good. Like don't don't do that. You'll never catch me knocking Sam Adams. I'm not. Right, I right. am not a Sam Adams hater. There are snobby craft beer people out there that will talk <laughs> down. Just, it is Sam a Adams. more generic beer. It's nothing super yeah. niche or anything. That's that's but. all I'm trying to get across is that they have a really certain kind of yeah. attitude, and then you know it's not really <laughs> what they. I guess what they think. <laughs> no, that's interesting. But after college is when you kind of started falling down that rabbit hole. And now here we are. And and now we're at a point where... Yeah, so now we're at a point where I'm drinking a, a, a sour beer that literally tastes like a fruit puree. <laughs> like, quite literally tastes like a smoothie. No, I had one last week. It was a sour blueberry thing. And it was so good, though. I, that I'm, looks starting to... I'm starting Wait, to really Jesse, can go you down hold that sour rabbit? Can you hold that up for a second? I want to see that. That looks like that looks like something I would want to try. That, that looks, looks like really a interesting. Yeah, that's cool. That's what I'm saying. It literally <laughs> tastes like a, that, that's what I was saying earlier. This has this has strawberry, banana, blueberry, coconut, and granola oh, in it. Interesting. I mean, I assume after a while of you're you have people who like to drink because you know they'll drink whatever because they just want to get drunk, and then there's people like you who you really are enjoying the taste of it and everything. But right. your tolerance is building. I'm assuming over the years at the same time, right? Oh, oh yeah. Being well, like the, that first beer I had was a 10% beer. Wow. Normally that'd be like. Yeah, you know, for me, I drink one or two of those. I'm like, oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, my tolerance is definitely built. Sure. I drink pretty regularly stouts that are clocking in at 13, 14, 15%. Wow. So it, it's so basically like drinking wine. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> the way people are about wine and they have it with their dinner and stuff, I, I picture that, you know, you doing that with these things. And I imagine now, just like we're all involved in an expensive hobby, which is video games, would you consider beer to be in that same category? Oh, it's a ridiculously expensive hobby. <laughs> yeah, so like, well, uh, if you'll go somewhere and get some beers, right? Then you get your tap, and what is it, one fifty? You know? Yeah, that's 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 literally happened more than once. So, yeah, and I'll I'll go to the beer store. I'll go and buy twenty okay. beers. My tab will be like eighty bucks at the beer store okay. when you could actually just go get a 30 rack of Bud Light for like 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you get to pick and choose what you what you want, right? You you want to yeah, buy Yeah, I go and buy a bunch of singles. You get exactly what I want. Yeah. That's cool. That you get out of work on a Friday night, you go pick up all these ones you want to try them out over the weekend. That's pretty cool. I mean, I could see that being enjoyable especially if you're you're really into it. So, yep. that's I awesome, love man. how massive it keeps going and it keeps going uphill. It's not even slightly slowing down. I mean, the last 5 years, I've never seen so many breweries opening up. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. I've never noticed this. It's like one around every corner now. The totally. industry is expanding in ways that we couldn't even imagine. Not only is the number of breweries expanding, but what they'll even put in beer is expanding. People have hmm. put pickles in beers. They put cereal What you were just drinking, you would not be able to find a few <laughs> years ago. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, if, if you can digest it, people will put it in beer now. So... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring up on this topic, and and clearly I see how passionate you are about this, Jesse. But so you, I know we've talked a little bit about if you could, if you had maybe everything you needed to do it, you would make you would open your own brewery, right? Does that sound? Oh yeah, absolutely. If I so it's something I've absolutely been wanting to do, but sure. I mean, as, as I'm sure you guys know, starting your own kind of business is a very risky venture. Oh yeah, I'm sure. So yeah, I'm sure. so when I have uh, mouths that are dependent on me, I don't right, want to take right. the kind of risk. Maybe it's something. Hopefully, you could do maybe down the line. Your daughter's a little older, maybe you know. 
You know, that, he just wins the lottery cool. next year. Oh, I mean, of course. That would well, be I mean, nice. that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cool. I feel like everyone I, I know I know a person um who owns the the brewery right here by my house and I go there and eat sometimes and it's a really nice place. But sometimes we did a tour one time and it was really interesting. You know, he showed me behind the scenes how they're making all this stuff and and I asked him about when he started it and everything and he told me his I think it was like his great grandfather or someone earlier he had just like dropped everything and I need to do this the way he felt about it, it kind of reminds me of the way you talk about this and here they are you know 50 years later and all their family members are continuing to do this so it's a it's a cool thing I, I imagine if you could pull that off that would be pretty awesome I mean you probably yeah. love everything about your job every single day I would yeah it. Yeah, even just owning like a nice little bottle shop where I could choose what I want to sell and stuff like that would be cool too. Yeah. Yeah. My big worry would be what you spend months working on this certain beer and then just everyone hates it but for some reason you loved it and nobody buys it it doesn't sell and then you have to like <laughs> rethink the whole thing and you you spent the last four months trying to work on it you know <laughs> that's certainly the risks yeah yeah i mean if you go to a bottle shop you can totally see the beers that just sit on shelves yeah. Do you have um like a circle of friends that are like this too with you, or are you kind of the the main person who who is all about beer and you get into it, or you have other friends who are similar? To no, you? I've got a I've got a Facebook chat with a bunch of other uh, oh cool beer nerds that we all talk about this stuff. For a while, I was actually a part of a beer uh, podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah. Now, what about like uh, beer cheese? I mean, I love it. Do you, do you beer cheese that? is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> beer cheese. I've never tried this before. Wait. Well, you You've never it? tried beer cheese like that? I mean, it's everywhere. Like I don't maybe I have. I just am unaware of it. I don't I don't remember ever trying something Look, and take your wife, it's fancy and all. Go to the melting pot, get okay. you a beer <laughs> get you a beer cheese. And okay. you can dip your little desserts and right. whatever into it's it I'll try it out. yeah <laughs> i never have heard god i'm sound like such a i've made beer cheese it's great <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> to get back to the brewery thing for a second aren't there um i've seen devices where you can make your own stuff at home right do you have anything like that like beer wise so i don't personally just because i don't have the space for it gotcha at my dad's house we have a thing where we pretty regularly brew beer together so oh, it's like cool. a Kind of like a father-son thing because he has a basement sure. and has the space awesome. to be able to accommodate that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, really we cool. grew regularly. That is awesome. That's really cool, especially if you're both into it. It's a, it's probably an awesome thing to do together. So it really is. It's so much fun because I mean, of course, while you're brewing beer, you're gonna drink beer. So of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, if you're a good. Let's say you're a cook, right? You have to be eating everything so you know how it is. You change right. one small thing, you have to try it because you need to know <laughs> if it's like a good idea or a bad <laughs> idea. Like, So when you go to do it again, try new things and never try it. I mean, that's stupid. Of course you're going to try it. Yeah, that yeah makes of course. A lot of sense. That's interesting, <laughs> man. Anything else you can think of? I feel like we're going to finish this and then I'm going to think of 10 more things I could have asked. <laughs> <laughs> um what do you think about like pickle stuff are you big into that pickle flavor with any alcohol well, no i will admit i'm not big into the pickle beers. i tend to go towards well i'm gonna say more traditional beers while i drink a beer that has seven <laughs> different things in it but i do tend to go towards the more like traditional 
flavors. Okay. I got a friend that anything pickle, it, beer, uh, picklebacks, whatever you can possibly think of. Uh, All about it. He, yeah, he, the pickle Doritos came out recently, and, and he's got backs on his Dude, my <laughs> she, you know what's so funny? Because she's she's like, I'm gonna listen to the next one you guys do, so she's gonna hear this, but it's okay. Anyway, I want to say that my wife has ruined pickles for me forever. She is so gross with pickles; it's disgusting. We'll be like watching a <laughs> what show. What do you mean? <laughs> no, no, let me explain. We'll be like watching a show at night or something, right? I'll be like, hey, you want some chips? She's like, yeah, I'll go get some. Like, All right. I'm sitting in the living room. She goes to the kitchen. She comes back with two bowls, right? She hands me a bowl of like Doritos. I'm like, All right, thanks. You know, then she has a bowl that has Doritos, a huge pickle, um, hot sauce. It's just, and then she's like, it's just gross, man. It just <laughs> makes me just slurp it off. Oh my God. I, I, she has to have a pickle with everything. It's like, I, it's just at a certain point, I can't, I can't do it anymore. So. Um, I actually can't stand them. I'm not a pickle uh, person. I'm all, not a pickle so. person either. Uh, man. So I, I don't mind pickles, but I don't like those bread and butter pickles. I like the good old uh, Bill pickles. Yep. Yep. Well, she'll she'll get like a jar like this big. Yeah. And they're all just these gigantic pickles floating in there. I'm like, oh, it just <laughs> just make it just grosses me out there. It's 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 hilarious though. we can't ever just have a snack or something without uh pickles involved in some way so <laughs> i mean it's kind of not even a thing anymore but five years ago you know you're drinking a drink that's fruity and the next thing you know like everyone's looking down on you because of it right but yeah, that's kind of gone away but what i'm getting at is i am a very fruity dude when it comes to alcohol when it comes to just eating yogurts to eating anything i could put like gummies whatever like are you, are you i always drink the appetinis at the bar <laughs> no, those are gross. <laughs> like, really, I will also jump on board and say, no, even I don't like those. I, I can't. <laughs> I don't really like those super fruity drinks and stuff. I've been trying some. No, things. I just mean. um. It, I know, I know what you subtle. mean. Though. I don't mean like right. strong. And no, no. But that. you mean even if you order like a vodka cranberry or something and someone is yeah. your buddy going to be like, oh, man. What's the, yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> like that. That's that's fine with me. But um, even beers, though, there is a ton of beers that you can get that are be like fruit related. And I'm always going down that avenue. Right. So right. you show in the perfect thing. I'm so oh, I want that so bad. Yeah, that looks cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to we'll have to try that out and do uh uh, a reaction or something just for and this. i love granola <laughs> i eat like granola cereal in the morning all the time like <laughs> i'm yeah, a very if, yogurt if you granola go to your like local like craft beer store that's like not like a pretend one that's like actually like an irving like a real craft beer store okay, okay. and just kind of shop around at what they have available You'll see tons of different flavors. Just look at the labels. I love sake as well. I wanted to mention that. that beer I've never had it. sake. Never once ever. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, it is my favorite alcohol. I don't, really? I've not, I don't drink yeah. sake ever unless you're at the hibachi place. And you know where I'm getting at with this, right? You're at hibachi with your family. They're cooking in front of you. Straight the chef's really funny. Then, yep. <laughs> starts spray, And he always goes after the guys. Never leaves the guys alone. I'm like, okay. Okay, please stop. Please stop. And then, you know, he goes to the girls, gives them a little quick one. But, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I don't mind it. You could drink sake warm, too, right? Isn't that how you're supposed to drink well, it? No, no, no. It do, you don't have to drink it either way. Uh, most of it's honestly cold. Now, when you're in a yeah. restaurant and you're drinking hot sake with food, that is good and all if you're eating, like, Japanese food. Sure. But I'm saying in general, just going to the store and buying some sake, coming home, right. drinking cold, 
You okay. don't have to heat it up. There's there's tons of flavors though. I mean, there's pineapple, blueberry, banana, whatever. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know that about sake. I thought it was it is delicious. Thing. I love yeah. it. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, instead of wheat, it's it's rice. I don't even know if you know yes. that. Okay. I did know that. Okay. But that that's basically it. They're just basically making alcohol out of like aged rice and it's I think it's great. Anyway. That's awesome, man. Hey, just out of curiosity, what do you guys uh, tend towards when you go to the liquor aisle? Oh, um, I have been getting into Hennessy more lately. I never used to like Hennessy, and for some reason, um, the last few years, I've kind of been more into it. And I never used to be the guy who could drink some sort of liquor and pour it into a cup with ice and just drink it like that. That never was me ever. But now I've found a few that I can actually do that with and actually taste pretty. Like, I kind of sip on it, you know? It tastes good. Uh, Crown Royal, I'll get occasionally. I really like that liquor. And then, of course, you have your vodkas and your rums that everyone drinks. That one, I am a little more cultured. At least I think I am. Um, I'll usually (laughs) go for, like, I can't drink. I don't think any of us can drink the bottom of the barrel vodkas, like the plastic bottle ones, right? That's like knowledge. If I'm going to drink vodka, it's Tito's all the way. Tito's? I love Tito's. Tito's is awesome. We've learned our lessons, right? You, we have. You we have. That, you're gonna be very sick in the morning. <laughs> well, back. Oh my God! Back in the day, we used to get drink like the um, some Russian name of some plastic. You, if you if it was a plastic bottle, you knew you were in for an interesting. Was it Orlov? Oh my God! That sounds familiar. That might be it. That I might think be it's something Orloff. we used to get. I, I drank Orlov when I was in school <laughs> and regretted we, it. We used to, <laughs> to scrounge scrounge together you know uh whatever we could or Ten Barton, bucks to Barton, get a bottle yeah, yeah yeah barton's vodka was another one that was super cheap but no these now, days this like, is very hardcore but absolute go go drink some of that see i can drink absolute <laughs> it's fine but i usually don't drink absolute i usually get absolute is fine has someone has absolute to it it, it usually does yeah but i'll usually of course gray goose can't go wrong with that i love gray goose o- yeah. always i'm fine with that tito's is a, is a nice I think affordable. It's like, it's not ridiculous, you know? And Tito's is, is good stuff. What I like about Tito's is that it's, it's almost flavorless. So whatever you yeah. mix it with, you won't it's even perfect. know Tito's is in yep. it. Tito's and Grey Goose are the two that I feel are super smooth to mix with things. Like you said, you don't even taste it. But even if you drink Grey Goose and, I don't know, like throw some seltzer in there, no, nothing that has flavor, it still tastes pretty good. It's it's right. um it's not too bad at all. My girlfriend will go ham on a... Great <laughs> goose or vodka on yep, yep. seltzer. Just drinking. Yeah. Like, I can't. I'm not that hardcore. <laughs> I've been doing that more lately because I've been trying to switch it up. I'm like, sometimes I don't like drinking, you know, stuff with soda or, or juice. because Just because after a few of those, it, it kind of is too much flavor for me. You know, it kind of like starts to bother me a little bit. So I've been trying the seltzer thing and, and it's been fine. Like at first I was like, oh, this is gross. But then I, you know, a few more and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of getting used to this. It's not too bad now, so that's kind of a go-to now, I'd say. I, I like the seltzers only because I really am trying to work out, trying to lose weight, and so that's the only reason. Yeah, I've been trying to, you know, stay away from soda. It's just, man, soda's so good, but I've been trying to stay away lately a little bit if I can. Or even another one is um, there's a – Captain Morgan is Captain Morgan. We all know Captain Morgan, but there's one Yeah, but Captain and Coke is my is probably oh, my it's, it's It's a very easy go-to – good tasting thing but there's one captain morgan yeah it's always an easy one but there's one captain morgan that's like it's called like a private stock or something there's one that's more expensive and that is really good like i really like that one now that i've tried it a few times i like that way more than than just your normal uh, one but sometimes i'll go to the liquor store kind of like you guys were describing and i'll just ask the guy like you know give me some give me like uh, something new something i could try and he'll give me something i'll try it and most times it's cool you know something new so i just gotta channel that into beer now 
and try that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm starting to think my go-to's Captain and Coke, Hard Cider, or Estella. The Hard Ciders are really good. I, I'm with you on those. Have you ever um, uh, Apple, Angry or excuse me, Angry Orchard with? Yeah. There was a liquor I mixed it with. It was really good. I'll have to think of it later and tell you, but there, there's been a Dude, few oh my God. Really there's, there's Apple Pie beers ever yeah i'm um, sure sure those hard seltzers are becoming a real thing now too yeah there are they really are it's a breweries putting out seltzers now. oh wow i gotta say i'm very impressed by all of those like uh the big ones like white claw and truly's uh truly is probably my go-to honestly a lot of the times i'm hanging out with my wife and her friends that's what they'll get oh we want to get tr- white claws okay fine whatever and then i'll just have one i'll have two i'm like these are pretty good they go down easy they don't fill my stomach up and they're not like too much flavor where it's like overwhelming but it's not boring either you know it's a little a little something i would take those over like a mike's or a even like a yeah. twisted d that are totally so agree. sweet it's way yeah. too oh. much way too much sweetness man yeah. I, I mean, can't. I used to get them when I was like late teenager, but they are just, I <laughs> yeah. cannot. It is no. way too sweet. I, way too, I it's can't gross. anymore. It's too much, man. It tastes, it, it's it's overwhelming. After one or two of those, your stomach is like all full. It just sweetness. hurts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, so the, whoever thought, man, whoever thought of those. Four Loco. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Those were <laughs> Four Loco pre-caffeine uh, ban. Oh man! Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, Dude. I must say, I must say. So they didn't bring back the caffeine, but these four locos—they used to be super, super strong with the caffeine or whatever. They got in trouble. They had to lower it back down. But go and look at four locos now. I'm telling you, they shot way back up. Oh yeah, is that? Even, I didn't even know that was still a thing. They started back up about a year, maybe two years ago, and I'm telling you, they're like close to ten percent. Dude, they're still they're still kicking. But I remember the four locos, the, the previous ones were were nuts. They would give no, you the feeling of it was uh, like a Red Bull and. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I, I drank those too. They're wild. Oh my God. They were crazy, dude. I, I think I've drank, I want to say maybe a few years ago, I drank one just, it was just a random night. I had one with some friends and I was like, yeah, I'm good with this. I, I don't need to drink these anymore. <laughs> you might as well do a line of coke at that point. Oh my God. Ridiculous. <laughs> I got to say the person who came up with the white claws and stuff like that, man, what a smart person. Cause people really love those. Like it's, it's almost like universal. People really enjoy those, you know, especially at parties and barbecues and things like yeah, that. I mean, uh, bigger, older dudes will oh, like yeah. joke at you about it, but right. I do like them. I don't care. I like those, man. They're, they're good. Easy. Yeah, those um, are, those are the drinks that like probably 10, 15 years ago would have been like the chick drinks. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's not the case today. <laughs> There's just way too much variety today where no one can even pick at it anymore. I'm no Right, doubt. exactly. Yeah. It's so hard to keep up. I mean, just with just like with any hobby, you know, it's like you get involved too. It's probably fun to keep up with what you can and and I feel like that about games these days, you know. When I was a kid, I used to just play like a certain few games stick to my thing but nowadays man i'll play any kind of game really really the only kind of games i don't play and even i do still play sometimes if i have a friend who's into them is sports games i don't go out and buy sports games myself but if i have a buddy who plays the new two nba 2k i'll, I'll play it with you whatever um yeah but man these days i play like everything i think a lot of i think you guys are similar to me in that aspect anyway too so I want to say it's probably been a good solid five years now, but these last five years, I've never been bigger into gaming in my life. I don't, yeah. as, as time 
has been on in recent years, it's only gotten bigger and bigger and it's getting really weird. I've never been this obsessed. I'm, yeah, I'm same. listening to a show every day. I'm reading crap <laughs> every day on it. I'm playing all, I'm consuming it way too much. And I'm always feeling a little bad. Cause I'm like, man, okay, I need to really be doing other things. But yeah, uh, I don't but know. You know what? You know, I'm the way enjoying I, it so much and I've never enjoyed right. it this much. The way I feel about the, the what you're describing is, I don't really see as much a problem with it as I do with, say, like I posted the other day about these people who from morning to night is just like political things that are very much like when you're listening, it's it's so silly. (laughs) No, but seriously, think about the difference between listening to your favorite, um, you know, podcast where maybe they're PlayStation focused, but they talk about everything. And it's usually like a lot of it like makes you feel good, you know, as opposed to the other which is really just really weighs yeah, on you and affects I, your opinions. I mean, it life, sounds really you know? corny, but I want things to be very positive around me. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I agree. I don't yeah. want to listen to something just bringing me down and all these bad things going on in the world. I'm not saying I'm trying to ignore them or anything. Sure, right. let's talk about it. But okay, I mean, all I need to know is the info in a word in a right, sentence right. or two. I don't want an hour rabbit hole of right, how right, horrible right. the world is. You can get the info and be informed. I feel pretty informed, but I'm not listening to, you know, podcasts every day on politics and uh, the people who are posting on Facebook every day about, you know, the sh- you know, you know the people I'm talking about, the share right yeah. away, and and that's the end. Yeah, dunked on. You know, usually misinformation. Yeah, all the time, yeah. all the time. So yeah, so what I'm trying to get at is just like you said, I'm I feel the same. I I don't think I've ever been this much into this hobby as the last maybe since I started. You think like, it's our age because we're we're the same age, right? What? Well, how old are I think you? Jesse's a little older than than us. I'd say Jesse. How I'm old 33. Are you right now? I'm 37. Oh, I'm 32. I'm 32. So we're all about in the same five-year range. Um, so I've always liked video games, but I'd say from maybe like 20, let's say 2014 or so, I've like gotten like, I'm playing all these different games. I can easily talk about games at the end of the year. Oh, speaking of which, before I forget, Jesse, I was going to ask you anyway. I might as well just ask you anyway now. We were talking about possibly at the end of the year doing like a like a game of the year thing. We deliberate. We go back and forth. And only person I can think of so far that actually plays a lot of games is you. So um, if you wanted to jump <laughs> want on to, with us I want on to that. set up a big board, like a chalkboard yeah. or, or a whiteboard, awesome, whatever. Right? And so we all write fun. down. Yeah. And we yeah, debate so, which one should win. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And vote so, towards them and all that. I was thinking, Jesse, so that's a third person easily. If we can get maybe one, maybe, I maybe want, one I more I want person. like five. I want like five. I, wanted, I thought five would be cool because yeah. think about it, right? I, I know that. I want um, a round table debate. Yeah, on yeah. Like, no, fuck you, dude. This thing is way better oh than God, that. <laughs> I think that would be I think that would be so much fun if we do it. So, yeah. So, Jesse, I was going to tell you about that. So, if we could figure out a way for all of us to do it and maybe get one or two more people. Imagine how much fun that would be. Like, okay. So, we're doing our top ten now. Okay. Um, Jesse says. Well, I want to take this game out, and and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa no, no, no. And Tim's like, ah, I want to take it out too. And like, I think that'd be yeah. Awesome before we even out. start with the top ten, right? right You're right. gonna have like thirty have four games, of, right, and we right. have to reduce it to ten, and we all have to agree right, right. on these ten being a part of it. That's that's I, gonna be quite the debate. That'll, that'll What's gonna be hard is when we all have like wildly different top tens. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. I think. I'd say if I had to guess just based on what I know about you guys, I think we'll probably share out of 10, a good four or five, I think we'll probably share at least. I don't know if you guys have heard the way like Giant Bomb used to do it and stuff. That's kind of what I what I was thinking. It doesn't have to be as long as that, but we could break it up into parts, you know, different categories. Yeah, that, I think that's a bit too long. They'll literally spend a whole day as, no, four too, hours long on right. one 
like section of like 10 sections but. we don't have to go that hard and their categories yeah, yeah. sometimes are kind of unnecessary like best dad and again like come on we don't need to do all that but we can do stuff like um uh, well first of all overall game of the year right but then maybe you just have, the basic like, genres like best exclusive, board, um, best exclusive shooters, game best, best uh, dlc um you know stuff like that i think could be pretty cool and some of them like you were saying tim could be quick they can be faster categories and others like uh you know, game of the year, that'll be a Let it be thing, right? as as small or as long <laughs> as you want it to be. I've Don't done it. I did it. drag it out, but, I, <laughs> you know. I did it once before a few years ago with, Jesse, you know, the other Tim that I was referring to. I did it with them, and it was yeah, awesome. Yeah, I've, I've been on that one too, yeah. Yeah, I had such a fun time doing that. So, yeah, definitely something to look forward to. But, yeah, just to wrap up what I was saying, I have never been more into this as I am now. Even being an adult and you have all these responsibilities, you find a way to still, you know, juggle it and play. And, Tim, just like if you or Jesse – say, oh, you got to try this game. Just like you did when I told you about 12 Minutes and you did, same with me. Because I almost yeah, feel well, like I'm missing so, out. I'm like, oh my God, the way he talks about that game. So it's going to give a hard plug <laughs> yeah. right now to Hellblade. Yeah. Go for if, it. Uh, yes. If they just have a new release, a, a new uh, update to it with 4K, 60 frames per second. If you, either you guys haven't played it. Oh, so let me, let me give a little, masterful. a little. Let me give a little background to this. Hold so on, what, what, I, what game? I didn't hear the uh, game. Oh, you said Hellblade. Hellblade. Have you played Hellblade. it? Oh. Sacrifice. Okay, wait, 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 wait. All right, so I just saw a post earlier today, and I commented on it because I was like, man, this looks really pretty. I have these now, right? These are the 3D right. sound with Xbox, whatever. It just got the new patch upgrade, like you're just talking. The thing is, I played it when it originally came out, and my issue was I kept getting stuck with the stupid environmental lining up the trees with the things to get the puzzle to match so I can move sure. forward. I got to like the third one and I'm just like, the battles are really cool. I love the environment. I love everything about it, but the stupid matching of the environment. <laughs> this sounds like, trees. this sounds like, this sounds like the same complaint I had, but I will say, it's driving I'm not, insane, I'm but not, I want to try it again. I want to, I'm not too stubborn enough to admit that. And I, Tim, I think you're similar to me. I, I messaged Jesse the other day and I was like, listen, the way that you've talked about this game, my own experience with it, I see how much love it gets. I'm like, I got to try this game again. It's only fair. If I try it again and I still don't love it, well, then at least I gave it two tries, right? But right. I have a feeling, this has happened before. I have a feeling I'll revisit it and maybe I'll like it more. So I think, Maybe I'm smarter now. <laughs> yeah, yo, who knows, man? It could be a number of things, but I think... Don't be above like using a guide. Like If you get stuck oh, in one of those puzzles, just look it up and progress a story because really that game is all okay. about the story. It's not about the gameplay. I mean, the gameplay is just the vehicle to move right. the story. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, okay, you ever played The Witness? Because he was bringing that up earlier. Yeah. In no way would I go and look up how to solve something on The Witness. I feel that'd be taken away from the game. Right, because that's, that's the central mechanic. Right, right, right. I right. don't I don't know Hellblade's future. I only know what I played, and it seemed to hit it a lot with those puzzles. I'm like, wait, this is like the third one in like two hours. Maybe this is a big part of it, and maybe I don't want to look it up, but... Just a little bit of background on the game. So each each section has like its own kind of puzzle. I get the feeling you're you're talking about the ones where you kind of have to look at something at a certain angle like and things line up. You have to get the trees to line up with the symbols. Yes. Right, 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 right. So yeah. that's mostly only in one section of the game. Cool. Okay. Mostly. Okay. Yeah, you'll and then I, the next I, section has a different kind of set of puzzles. Yep. 
I remember. Okay. okay. And maybe I'm better with those than that and all Maybe that. maybe what we need to do in all fairness cuz I think we're both reasonable people, we need to just do like a, a a video game club thing. Kind of how we did with 12 minutes, right? We both played it, we gave our thoughts. We need to do a Hellblade one and we need to make sure Jesse yeah. listens to our thoughts on that the second time around. Let's see what we both <laughs> Especially cuz of this upgrade and, hitting and I got and, these headphones, yep, so I want to yep. do it. I was going to say, when I played this game, I didn't have these headphones, which I think are really good. I didn't have my computer. I didn't have everything I have now. Or, excuse me, I had my computer, but I didn't have the, the parts that I have now, is, is what I was trying to say. So, yeah, who knows, man? I have this, like, feeling of I missed out with the story. Sometimes I'll finish a game, and I'll be like, man, everyone loved the story in this. And did I miss? Yeah, I really hate and... seeing 9s and 10s, and then me being yeah, like, yeah. man, it didn't hit for me. Yeah, but I, I think I've gotten pretty good over the years of looking at a review and it, like yes i read what they have to say of course but i it doesn't really affect me in that way only time i'll read a review and it'll make me change my mind on a game is if something they say is something i really am not looking forward to but it's never the score or the reception no i mean the reception from, from a lot of people at once i don't even mean that one the last time i had a game hyped up for me this much thankfully was a game that ended up being really great for me which was the witcher 3 i was like going into it and i was like man i'm gonna be let down i already know it i already know it but man i couldn't believe anyway that's a topic for another day but my god that game is something else it's amazing when people talk down about that game I get physically offended. I'm really bothered <laughs> you're, you're that upset about that game. And Jesse, on the other hand, to flip it, I know right now we're talking about maybe we need to give Hellblade another try and maybe we'll feel closer to what you felt. Go when you finish listening to that episode, just listen to the way that all three of us, without having talked beforehand, gush about Breath of the Wild and how much yeah. we really well, I, I did game. hear you guys gush about oh, Breath man. of the Wild. I just, heard it. That game is some another one that I feel is like man this game is something else. i obviously do not feel the same way you guys right right i know <laughs> i do appreciate that you guys love it as much as you do that's awesome it really is yeah, as, yeah i think i think if people listen to that they can see that it's not a case of like oh this is a nintendo game we just love we really did love that game we're you know? not trying to be on a pedestal or think sure, like sure. lowly of other things we're just genuinely love the game i don't know yeah it's something else i got about five hours into it and i was like i don't know why i'm still playing this game basically it was my experience with it weird <laughs> well, let's, let's, uh, let's, uh, i don't know i was like i'm five hours in and i'm like oh my god that's so funny because the, the reaction the reaction you just had is literally the same exact reaction that i and jesse have with you witcher so yeah. it is really it's just you know different strokes but right listen, I'll, jesse i'm glad you came on that was actually a really great talk and interesting and also i'm really pretty excited for you coming on in future episodes because i know you know your stuff with gaming just like tim and i do and i'm sure we'll have some great discussions so especially the game of the year thing i'm pumped for oh. that man yeah, that'll be so fun. I did sure. it with this last episode, but what I'm doing with my format going forward is I'm doing mm -hmm. segments now. So I'm doing right. one or two segments, then I'm doing the news, then I'm doing a main story. You're a main story with this. But what I'm getting at is even if you want to get on for 30 minutes on a segment, yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be gaming related, whatever. It can be game related. You could yeah. have played something really incredible last night and beat it and you just need to talk about it and be like right. hey can i get on for 20 minutes during this segment and gush about this or get idea. on for 30 minutes and we can talk about taxes i mean i don't i don't want to do that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good idea that's a good way to get someone on who's passionate about one game in particular one thing that happened you know that's a smart, yeah, yeah, smart yeah. way to approach well, it. If so. you guys are ever looking for a third, I'm always willing to hop on and I'll talk sure. about just about anything. 
Exactly. Awesome. So that's what I mean. Just just post in the Discord and be like, hey, I thought of a really good talk. I just want it to be something you know a lot about and can bring right. a, a topic yeah. to the table that we can all discuss, whether we know ourselves or not. It's almost better if we don't because you get to explain yeah. to us. Well, like today, that was I much yeah. prefer that sometimes, you know, to just yes, have yeah. um like I did I uh one of the earlier episodes. Tim was asking me questions about uh, being a teacher last year through the whole pandemic. And it was great. Like that was a good episode. You need I, to I, listen to that, Jesse. That was probably yeah, that was a good favorite. one. I really I like that. That's my favorite segment we've ever done. I love the teacher moment. Yeah, it that was, was a good one. Good. But, the, but just like you're saying, like if you get someone on who is knows about what they're talking about, then it's like, it's almost like you're just asking questions and they're just talking, which is fine. I love that. You know, that's like an interview. Thing. It's like getting a garbage man on the podcast and we get to talk to him for like, <laughs> 30 minutes to an hour. Okay, how does this really work? I mean, is the pay really good? Because you hear some people say, hey, you'll be surprised. It pays way better. They do They do say that a lot. Anyway, But anyway, go. now that we've established all this, going forward, I have so many people in mind, all different um, topics and things that we'll bring on. So we got a lot of good stuff in store. So if it's somebody's career that is yeah. unusual, that is what I want to see more than anything. Yep. I want yep. I want those really weird careers of somebody breaking it down. That'd be yep. Yep. Anyway, yeah. all right. Well, episode, guys. we'll see you guys. Leon, I'm sorry for beating him in Smash Bros. one time. <laughs> he, he said he's sorry you suck at Smash Bros. No! <laughs> no! No, I'm joking. He didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can eat it. You're good. All right.